two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Episode 251. How's everyone doing tonight? Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? What a clusterfuck week. It's... Get, we, what, is, what, what, is, what is happening? We always say every week we're like, we're like this week is worse than last week. What, or, what is happening? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm talking about just all around, all around. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Hold on one second. I got to put a compressor on you because it's a little. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So on today's show, we're going to be talking about lots and lots of different things. We're going to be we're going to be uh, bringing up stories uh, of Destiny. We're going to talk about Destiny. We, I played a little bit, Sarge. Did you play a little bit, Sarge? Okay, we can talk about that. Okay. We're going to be talking about uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 movie coming out. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it that. It gets a sequel. It gets a sequel. That's right. Valheim. We're going to talk about Valheim. I've been playing Valheim a little bit. We're going to be talking about Black Myth Wuhong. Uh, we're going we're gonna to show a new trailer or boss fight uh, in that game. Uh, we're going to talk about Microsoft and ZeniMax or Bethesda. We're going to talk about a potential UK console scalping ban uh, that they're trying to put together and why they're putting it together. Uh, we're going to talk about CD Projekt Red and their uh, their little ordeal that they're having, right? The, the, little, the little problem. Little problem. Little problem they're having. Um, hacky, hacky yeah. sack. We're going to go over uh, the before and after of the remake of Mass Effect series, uh, E3. We're going to talk about Minecraft Dungeons DLC. We're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto. We're going to talk about Anthem. Right, the anthem that might or may not come back. Sarge, are you excited or sad? No? Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Stadia. We're going to talk about Borderlands movie. Uh, and what else we Ooh. got? Yeah, Borderlands Ooh. movie. We're going to talk Ooh. about the Nemesis Patton. Save that Save that for near the end. Okay. Because I want to end on a good note. The, the Nemesis Patton. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, there's a new EA Star Wars first-person shooter in the works. We're going to talk, uh, talk about that. Uh, and we're going to talk about a booty. A booty from Mass Effect. We're going to talk about a booty from Mass Effect. When is when is, when is when is it too much booty? Right. right? Too much? All of, all of a sudden. All of a sudden. <clears throat> it's Mass Effect has too much booty. Too much booty. It wasn't enough booty before, I guess. Now in 2021, it's too much booty. Too much booty. Can't. Gotta, you got to change it. For one snowflake to take. Now it's too much booty. Uh, then we're we're gonna start off a story real fast. This is a, this is a, f a fun little story, right? I think this is just a a fun little. Uh, before I get to the first article, though, uh, if you guys are here for the very first time on Thirty and Still Gaming here on YouTube, uh, we stream every single Thursday, eight PM Eastern. Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, you can listen to all the past broadcasts right here on the past episodes right here on youtube or you can listen to the audio versions up till 244 no 200 
Yeah, 244 uh, over on audio versions on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm. Uh, if you'd like to go above and beyond supporting us in any way, shape, or form, if you you can either hit the subscribe button. It's absolutely free. You can hit the like or dislike button. You can comment down below. Or if you go above and beyond that, you can hit the join and become a member right here uh, on 30 and Still Gaming. All right, so the first story I want to get to is the police seized $60 million of a Bitcoin. Okay. $60 million of Bitcoins, okay? But they can't get to it because they don't have the password, okay? And you're like, well, wait a minute. I don't understand. Why Why don't they have the password? They seized it. Where are they getting it from? So a man was sentenced to jail and has since served his term, okay? Main- so this is at least two to three years ago. Maintaining his silence throughout the whole process while the police made a repeated failed efforts to crack the code to access more than 1,700 Bitcoin, said the prosecutor. Okay, this takes place in Germany. Okay. Quote, we asked him, but he said, or he didn't say. So the prosecutor, Sebastian Murr, told um, that the Friday, perhaps he doesn't know his own code. Okay, so the bit the Bitcoin is stored on software for those of you that don't know. Okay, as a digital wallet that is secured throughout encryption. Okay, or thorough in- encryption. A password is used to decrypt the key to then open up the wallet to access the Bitcoin. Okay, and when a password is lost, the user cannot open the wallet. Okay, so the fraudster that had been sentenced more than two years ago in jail, yeah, white collar co- crime. All right, covertly in. in- installing software okay on other people's computers to harness their computers to power the mine to produce bitcoins okay right to to harvest them. right Right. so basically he was (laughs) hacking into other people's computers to well mine bitcoins that's not not been proven if it's now he didn't hack he might he he might have been using online online public resources to mine a fictional currency that has value right. only potentially. because we we gave it value. Right, Pot- potentially. So here's, so here's here's my thing right away, right? There's no laws yet for Bitcoin, right? It's not real currency yet. It's well, it valued. No, it's, it's valued. A, it's yeah. a valued currency, but it's not a real currency. So what he did, I guess, on some beginning level is criminal. But he served his time, right? And now he has the fruits of the labor, which is seventeen hundred Bitcoin of whatever type of Bitcoin yeah, it is. So it's, no, it's it's Bitcoin. It, it's Bitcoin. It, All right, so Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so basically, so basically, they're trying to say that he he invented the currency with stolen property, which makes yeah, he it the property it. of the state. Yeah. Well, he mined it. He mined There's it through no other people. Pe- he mined it through other people's computers. So I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, no rules on that yet. I'm assuming they got him for. That's why he served time, right? They got him for that. He hacked into other people's computers, well, and that's, that's why that's he served time. That's pretty much the end of it. Now he can just take his coins and go on his merry right. way because so, there's no laws in place yet for this kind of right. shit. So when he went behind bars, it's bad. Right. When he went behind bars, the Bitcoin stash uh, would have been worth a fraction. Of the current value. Now, I don't know what the Bitcoin price was two years ago. Let me see. Uh, Bitcoin. Bit, well, it's, it's worth whatever no, it's, it's worth it's, now. It's, like, th- it's now. almost 40000 right now. So 40000 times 1700 uh, Let's see. 2018, maybe. Uh, in 2018, that's a lot. Um, how much is one Bitcoin? Let me see. I think now it's like fifty grand. I think. Well, right now, it's, it's worth 47000 All right. So... 
It's close to $85 million. Yeah, but I want to know what it was. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, a, a year ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh, hold on. Let me let me go back to when the dude went to prison. Each of the things was worth around 9000 Right? Yeah. He right. Had, so while he was in prison, it was still farming. He yeah, was sure. still earning Bitcoins while he was in prison. So now, okay, the price of Bitcoin has surged over the past year, hitting a record high of $42,000 in January and was trading at $37,577 on Friday, according to Cryptocurrency, the blockchain website. Okay. So the dude went to prison with, a, you know, with a few, a few, maybe a couple of Bitcoins. He came out, he's got 1,700 Bitcoins, and now they're like, give us the password. He's like, no. No. <laughs> he served his time, he's done. Oh, yeah, he's rich. I just I, I just find it funny that he served his time, now you got to let him go, right? He served his time for what he did. Like I said, the rule. there's no rules in place for this yet. They're working on it. Right. They have to establish credibility for what, because first of all, it's a made-up currency. The reason why it has value is because we, the people, believe in the currency, right. and so we back it. That's why it's got value. Yeah. Right? But let's, let's be honest. That's how real currency is anyway. Right, it, right. It, I, believe, I believe in the dollar. That's yeah. why I keep it in my right. pocket. We be, right. right. We believe it's, in it's the just, paper. It's, it's, yes. it's just like something else. They invented something else, and they're concerned about it. Right? They're concerned about it because— you got to believe only in one well, religion, bro. You can't believe in multiple religions. Well, they you can want only their cut. One at a time. They want their yes. cut. They want the taxes on on the on the fake currency that's oh, being Oh yeah. They want Oh, they want their money, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. I mean, remember they used to use teeth as currency. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They used to use teeth as currency. A long time ago, teeth, yes, yeah. Yes, teeth as currency. Well, that's why that's why precious metals was always uh, valued and that's why we kept it as a base of currency Well, thank God we found metals. Precious metals cuz people were running out of metals teeth. Metals are rare, right? right? People were running out of teeth. Right? So literally you would wait for your kid to be born, punch him in the face to grab his teeth so you could you could go be richer than anybody else, right? So yeah. All right. I want to talk about <laughs> now that we've warmed up with Bitcoin. Okay. I want to talk about. Let's just jump into it, Sarge. Let's talk about. We're, th we're throwing hand grenades already. Yeah, we're, we're, let's go with Destiny, real quick, real quick, real quick. Destiny. Okay. There's no, there, there is no real quick Destiny. All right. So, what did you play before, so far? Before we continue, I did not buy season pass. Before we continue, what, what, I also did not buy the season pass. All right. Whatever, whatever game pass allows me to play is what I'm playing. Right. That's right, what I'm now, doing. Now we can continue. Right. Let me put it out on record. I did not buy Destiny expansion when it came out 12 weeks ago, and I did not buy the season pass to continue, uh, but I did play because of Game Pass. Thank you, Microsoft. Thank you, Game Pass. So I did play the latest, greatest expansion that, that I could play um, for Destiny. So... The thing I played was Battlegrounds, okay? Or as I like to call it, the new strikes, okay? There's only two of them, and they're going to give them more to you, Sarge. You just got to wait, okay? But basically, I checked out when I got to Section 2 of the first Battleground, right? So the first Battleground, I killed some guys because it's random every time of where it is, I guess. And then the second thing I had to do was kill a guy to grab a ball 
and then throw that ball at some generators. I didn't get that. I didn't get that far yet. You got to throw balls. You didn't get through the battleground then. Well then, well maybe I wasn't paying attention. I was just shooting guys. Maybe the other people. Maybe that the were other with guys threw the were, balls. Were throwing yes. balls. Okay. I didn't throw any yes, balls. Yes, there's there's balls. And when I saw that ball hit the ground, I literally was like, "All right, this is pretty fun." I went, oh. "I was like the ball." I was like, "Come on!" So I had to pick up the ball. Now, give me the benefit of the doubt. There are three mechanics throughout the whole the whole process of of the uh, the battlegrounds. Now the battleground. Okay. Are, are, are the three mechanics pick up a ball, hold a ball, throw a ball, or outside no. of the ball? One was uh, eliminate the guys, right? One was yeah. pick up the ball and throw it to the generators. And I forget yeah. what the third one was. The third one was... Um, collect, collect loot. Yeah, I forget what it was. Yeah, mechanics, no way. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. The mechanic of the drive of the whole, of the whole content is the umbral engrams. Now, if you remember in season, I think it was 11, 10, 11, the umbral engram was you got an umbral engram in the, the world, you would then put it in the machine, and when you had a certain currency, you would upgrade it to the to hone it in on the uh, prismatic. Only, only, only so many a week, though. Was, was it a prismatic? What, 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 was yeah. it, what was it called? The prismatic um, umbral engram or whatever yeah, yeah, it was? Yeah. It doesn't matter. You yeah. could, you, you insert techno babble. Here. Yeah, whatever. And then you would, you would fine-tune it. So they upped it. They said, "We know you like this, so we got something for you. Let's let's get to it." So now you go into the new tower, the new tower, not tower, okay, which is in the hangar, which is not in the hangar, but it's there, okay. It's a separate load screen, which is another beautiful thing. You get in there. It's not an instance, not like the tower where you can see other guardians. It's literally just a room, an empty room, giant, giant empty room. There's about 15 NPCs in there, okay. Uh, Crow's in there, Osiris is in there, you talk to Zavala, you talk to Lord Shax through video stuff, um, and there's three machines. There's a, there's a giant table, and there's the the uh, the two umbral stations, whatever it was, the, the prismatic lens and, and whatever else it was, right? So if they could make it so convoluted, Destiny does it, right? So this is what you do, right? So... Well, are you, you going to tell me? Because I have no idea. Yeah, so now I, I, you, try, I tried to figure it out, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. All right, so, uh, and chat, confirm if I'm saying it correctly. I only played for two hours. I think I got the loop in my head, okay? But I, I would love if chat would chime in and make sure I stay on track here, okay? So I go into that new room. I listen to a bunch of the, voice the, dialogue the bat, and stuff. The new bat cave. The, the bat, bat cave. cave. I go into Bruce yeah. Wayne's bat cave, okay? Yeah. Uh, I I talked to Osiris. I talked to Crow. Uh, Crow's wearing a mask, and he, yep. um, then the, he goes the, and stands the, out in the back of the Phantom room. Of the opera, yeah, Phantom of the Opera. Phantom mask, of the yep. Opera. Yeah. Um, you talk to um, Zavala through the computer. Uh, Lord Lord Shax, not Lord Shax. Sorry. Um, what the hell's the guy? Iron Banner, Salad Bar. Uh, Lord Salad Bar. Yeah, yeah, Salad Bar. Yeah. Uh, talks to you, and then. You go into the battlegrounds, right? So there's the battleground that you first play, and then there's the battleground for the grind, right? They they wet your appetite. You're like, ooh, what is well, this? You had no choice. You had no choice. You right. put the game and started. You were just yeah. there. Yeah, you have right. you have no choice, right? So that's the, that's the drug dealer mentality, right? They're like they're like, yeah. hey, here's the new content. And then right after, and then right after that that segment of the game ends, the giant season pass buy me banner comes yes, up. Yes, buy the season pass banner. And right? I and I looked all the way down in the corner because I knew it would be there. Skip. Yeah. Little button down yeah, little, the little button on the B to bar skip. right, far, far bottom right. 
Um, yep. And then you go into the menu when you open up the uh, when you open up the thing, and you, when you click on it, there's the weeklies and dailies that you can't do unless you have the season pass. No season, right? Correct. And again, I'm, I'm I'm talking from a non-season pass holder. Right, right. I my, my two, I couldn't pick them. Then there's a there's the there's a hammer up on hammer. top. Yep. Okay, and then each week you have to click on that, and it shows you you know the, the levels, and you can only get three of those a week by only going into your quest line and then going into the season quests. The top three in the season quests, one is kill 75 people with rocket launchers. One is... Uh, I Ooh, forget, here I come. I, I, I forget uh, what the other ones are. But anyway, uh, basically play through a bunch of stuff. Do, do five battlegrounds. It gets you another one. And that's each week. You only unlock three of those each week, right? That's just. I only, unlock, I only unlock three because I don't have the season. No, you only unlock three because that's the way Destiny wants to give it to you because they don't want you to move too uh, fast. All right, too fast. Okay, so I'm I'm screwed. You no matter what. Yes. Season or no season, three a week. Yes. The good news is, Sarge, you can wait till week nine, and then do it all. You don't have to wait week by week to to go do it. Right. So that's just that part, but that gives you a hammer. Now the hammer. Okay. Now that doesn't is, give you the it, hammer. Is it the hammer from the seasonal from Siva Forge? It looks like the one from like season forge, right? Right. So the Siva forge. Yeah, Siva. Yeah, Destiny one. Yes. Okay. Right. So you get the hammer. Do you get to hold the hammer? You get to hold it only for three seconds at the end of the battlegrounds when you okay. smash the chests open. So now I'm Mario from Donkey Kong. That's correct. I gotta smash a chest open with the hammer, just for no reason. Just I have to have the hammer at that point. At the very right. end. Automatic. So the very first battleground you did, you will not have a hammer. Does anybody else have a hammer? Yes, everyone, all, everyone, hammer? At the, Is, everyone at the end, once you get the boss killed, you have the end chest, and then you have three other chests that appear at the end. And you get okay. to pick one of those chests. Only one. Well, I'm sure it goes up if you upgrade the, the hammer. The hammer. Right. Okay. Okay, so now, to upgrade the hammer, you have to get a charge for it. And to get that charge, you have to get coins. And to get those coins, you have to do strikes. Okay. All right, so slow down. So the, the entry point, and I have the hammer. Yep. The entry point to charge the hammer is gold. A strike. A gold, yeah. So you where do 14. you get gold from? You get, you, where you do get, you get gold from? I think you get it from just Gambit, Crucible, and Strikes, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so major public activities gives you gold. Right. Okay. So you get the gold at the you end of the, the strike, so you have I to go. the gold. You got to go do a strike. Get the All gold. Right. I got take, the gold. Take how, how much gold do I get for 14. You get 14 for the strike. And how much does it cost to charge up the hammer? 14. 14. 14 gold. Just it just costs 14 gold to charge the hammer? Yeah, you get 14 gold at the end of the strike. It okay. costs 14 gold to upgrade the hammer, to charge the hammer. Okay. Rocktooth right. says 42. No, no, no. It's 42. You don't need 42 to to put the charge in the hammer you oh, just need max charge yes it's 42, 42 unless you upgrade okay. unless you upgrade it and then you okay. can go from 42 to like 56 or or, or whatever it is but okay. you get 12 coins at the end of each strike that you do okay you take the coins and then you put them into the actual hammer to charge it if you don't charge it then you don't get to use the hammer at the end of the battlegrounds you see what i'm saying for each charge Right for each charge, you can open up one chest. Am I correct, chat? So if I if I if I have three charges, then I can open up the three chests. Is that correct? Go ahead. Oh, I want to know from chat first. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, right? If I have three charges, 
I can open up the three chests, right? So anyway, so I had one charge. So then I went back to the battleground to then open the chest at the end. Someone says yes, other one says no. So which one is it? No. No, no. Elite says yes. At least, at least there's already debate in the room. Not three at the same time. Not at the same time, but you still get three. You need, okay, let me, one charge for one chest. Okay, thank you. Yes. But only, one, but only one chest per activity. The charges are to focus on the umbrals. Ah, got it. Thank you. Okay, so that's the actual thing, right? So now you have to go do a strike, get the coins, put the charge, do the battleground. After the battleground, smash the chest, get the chest, get the umbral, go back to the bat cave. Okay, go to the machine, put it in the machine to get the umbral, and then focus it on the other machine, and then voila, you have your one loot. And I can only do that three times in one week. No, no, no. You can do it as many times as you want, but you only get the you only get the abilities to upgrade the hammer three a week. It's like the Varix. Okay. It's like the Varix so uh, uh, so, missions that so you were the, doing. The the mindless repeat activity is just to run battlegrounds in order to get um, umbrals in order to focus them correct okay you're a bit off all right stealth what what, what am i missing what am, what am i missing i like i said i've only played for two hours okay the umbrals can cost three charges and five charges the more charges better the loot okay so okay so each charge costs 14 correct 14 gold coins so then i would need to do what three strikes or five strikes to get enough currency to then focus the actual uh, umbrals, correct? The rune lets you hit the chest. The rune. Right, on the hammer, then you open up the... Okay, so I was getting confused. It's not the charge to open up the rune. The rune that you put on the hammer is not the charge. The charge is separate than the rune. That's what I'm getting mixed up for. You can base focus with the legendary shards. Right. But if you want to implement it more, then you would have to get more coins... To put more into the hammer, what, to then focus more into the what, uh, into the umbral engram. Okay, so if I don't have the season, can I upgrade the hammer? You can, you can, but you only get to do it three times a week to upgrade the hammer. So each week, three of the quests, the season quests inside the thing, will lead you to upgrade the hammer. But I thought the season quests at the top of the quest log only are only for people who have the season. No, you can you can do them. There might be some in that list that you can do, but the three that upgrade the hammer, you can do. The three that I can upgrade the hammer, I can do. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So. All right. So give it. So let, give it to me one more time. Okay. Yes, the charges are are it for engrams. You can't use the hammer. Uh, dump more gold and then uh, reswing it. Okay. The rune lets you hit the chest. Okay. You can basic focus on legendary shards. Uh, the charges come from doing the battlegrounds. Okay. The one charges per battleground complete. Uh, charges unlock better focusing. There are two generic focuses. Uh, that need charges. Okay. I feel bad for any new players this season. Yeah. <clears throat> any wigging out tonight? Maybe. We don't know. I don't think I don't think we have anything to wig out about. I mean, we wig out most of the time anyway, but um Yeah, so it's let's just say it's very convoluted, Sarge. For me just to sit here and and describe it to you what to do to to well, upgrade no, no, an uh, engram. Oh, cuz let let's let's pretend <clears throat> I'm a kid. Yeah. Let's pretend I'm a kid who's playing Destiny, right? Just give me the flow one more time. All right? Do a strike. Strikes, strikes for gold. Strikes for gold. Or gambit gold or crucible. Gold. Yeah. Okay, strikes, gambit, or PvP to get gold. Yes. Gold to charge the hammer. 
gold to uh, yes, right? Gold right. to charge gold the to, hammer, chat. All right, gold to charge the hammer. Yes. I Welcome believe so. Yeah. Gold to charge the hammer. Yes. The charges are umbrals for for umbrals. It's not to charge the hammer. It's it's the the gold is the charge for the umbrals. Yes. Yep. So once the hammer is charged, then I can do the battlegrounds and be able to hit the chest. Yes. And then once I hit the chest, I can only get one um, one umbral from a chest in the activity. Well, no, you get once the hammer is charged. You you do get umbrals because I've gotten like, rando. Yeah, I know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I know, but but the official one, I use the hammer and it's going to be in the chest. Gold goes into hammer using hammer charges it. There you go. Good. Okay. Hammer charge. Hit the chest. Get the umbral from the chest. Right. Yep. Now I get the umbral from the chest and I take it back to the bat cave. Oh, smash the chest at the end of the battlegrounds to charge the hammer. There you go. Oh shit. <laughs> All right. The chest allows you to see what, what I what I find amusing is everyone in here's got a different way of saying it, which shows you how amazing that is exactly the game loop, how amazing the game loop actually is. That's that's exactly though. Right. No, no, I gotta right. know. No. That's that's, Why don't you guys have a discussion with yourselves how it works? And, uh, well, that's, I'll just, that's, I'll that's just go the whole, over. That's the whole reason that I'm bringing up this, right? Yeah, this is exactly why we're doing yes, this. Is because it's, there's, it's fucking convoluted, Yes, it's, it's, it's convoluted. Bungie, okay. no fucking reason why, for this. Why, None. Why do, I, why do I have to have a hammer? Why do I have to go to the battlegrounds? Why can't, I just have, why can't I just have the umbral, right? Imagine this. You get an umbral. You click on the umbral. And then you do you do a strike, and maybe you do two strikes, and then maybe you do three strikes, and then you do four strikes, and you're still getting the and you're and you're leveling up the engram for what it is. The more you do, the more it focuses, right? But but in my world, it would be you could do anything, anything, anything from anywhere you could do. It wouldn't be this. You have to do this, Sarge. You have to run the strikes. You have to do this. It would be like you could go play the game anywhere. Just have the engram on you, activate the engram, and then do it. <clears throat> Where's the meme with all the equations and floating math? Like, yeah, like what? Yeah. It's the 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 um from Rain Man and stuff like that, right? Okay. Right. Strike for 14 gold, which gives you one charge. You slot the rune on the hammer to smash the chest at the end of the battlegrounds and then get an extra loot. Once your hammer is charged, you use the charge in the helm, right? So that's the rinse and repeat factor of it, okay? So it's 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 just very convoluted for what it is, right? Now, let me get what they got right with this, okay? I like the battlegrounds because it's a better strike and it's literally a better strike, okay? And why I say it's a better strike, a strike you can literally get on your sparrow. Skip it. And skip everything to get to the boss and do the thing, right? On most of them, okay? On the battlegrounds, there's checkpoints to hit and kill things to move on, right? There's there's reason to fight the guys because you can't move on to the next stage until you kill the guys, right? What, what, that, what that turns it into, though, is gear sets that allow for the most massive ad clear possible. Right. Please continue. Yeah, I, I like that. I like the amount of enemies that are thrown at you in the battlegrounds as well. Okay, I thought that was fun. Okay, I was like, the, the I'm last. Sure, I'm sure it'll be less glitchy on the newer system. Yeah, that there's that many guys on the screen because they're popping through the floor. They they're are. Popping they're through popping walls. through the floor and like, stuff like that. Like, in, or 
Bungie is sacrificing bandwidth to make the event look cool because they know that the new system's out, so eventually people are not going to notice it. But pushing the current system or the old system now to have all these guys popping in and out because they're trying to make the activity cool is 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 humorous. Yeah. Now I went in with a group my first time. I did it three times. Uh, the second time, and we just melted the the team, the boss. Right. The, we melted the boss at the end. The third time I went in, it was like less people. It was like a level one and a level five or whatever it was. I know it's just season pass, but you could tell they were on. They they weren't um, they weren't as 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 veterans as the other team I was with. You, you, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah. And uh, it took a lot longer to kill the guys, the boss. I was there for like 15 minutes where the other match literally took 15 minutes. The whole thing took 15 minutes. And the, the last fight took like 12 of 15 minutes. Okay. Um, so I do like the fight. But as, as, as a person that is, you know, I say I, I don't really play Destiny much anymore. I like the events. But not to do for ten weeks over and 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 over. It's I was like I did three of them. I was like, all right, cool. Like I don't I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's so narrow and convoluted to do the thing. I don't care about the engrams because as I'm killing things now, mind you, I'm just a casual player. I'm a soft core player, Sarge. I'm a soft core player. I remember the vocabulary. Okay, I'm a soft core player and. I'm just focusing on, look, I already have the gnawing hunger, and I have a really good role that I like on it, that I like on it, right? Okay. You're melting shit. Yeah. I watched you play. You're okay. melting shit. Why would I need any other gun to do the exact same thing I'm already doing? Okay, so I want to push back on you a little bit for that, for that comment about the weapon thing. So <clears throat> I mentioned it today in your stream. When it comes down to weapons in Destiny, the way the, the, way the loot progression should be, is the fact that there are certain players that when you're when you're using the weapon, the gun feels good to you. Like you like the way the gun fires or sounds right. or the movement of the weapon, maybe, maybe the ricochet or the 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 stability of the gun, whatever it is that you like. Okay. So now what should happen in that sphere of weapons and destiny is it should be the same across the board, meaning that. A hand cannon, an auto rifle, a submachine gun, a pulse rifle, like all those guns should do around the same damage, just in a different way, right? Just in a different way, because I feel like I like submachine guns better, but it shouldn't be that the submachine gun is horrible. I, that's why I'm using an AR, all right? right? The, the penalty for using a submachine gun is you have to be closer. Right. Like that's the difference. Not that the gun does overall less damage. It's the positioning and the mechanics of the game that make the gun plus or minus. That's the way it should be. Right. And so across the board, all weapons in the basic sandbox should be a good weapon, depending on what I feel like using. Like maybe I feel like maybe I really like pulse rifles. Right. Now, the difference is, is that when we get into more complicated content the idea behind a looter shooter is that i find weapons that have abilities that i learn about because i'm using the gun right and then realize that if i use this gun with this armor i get a bonus and so that makes you want to go for those armor pieces or those type of weapons right 
Like that's something that's still missing from this game. It's it's a shell. It's not in depth. So let's say, for instance, I'm going to use Trace Rifle as the example, right? Forget it. Forget for a moment that it's exotic. Just Trace Rifle. What I find interesting is I haven't found a legendary Trace Rifle. It's only exotic Trace Rifles. So I'm going to use this as the example. I have a Trace Rifle. It's really cool. It's got a good perk on it, right? But the Trace Rifle does better if I have Stasis on. And then if I have Stasis on and I have this armor set, full set, not pieces of it, right. full set, that it does bonus things because I'm using that Trace Rifle and because I have Stasis on, right? But it does really well specifically, but if it's an overall thing, it does less. It, the, mm. the abilities do less over time, which gives meaning to the fact that someone who loves Trace Rifles wants to hunt down all the gear that's good for this weapon for that for that and, weapon for right. your, for your and, for that loadout right and yeah. then the end game is once i have all the armor for the trace rifle with the perks that match it and the full set then at that point i'm looking for the end cap weapon of that gear set right which is now i'm looking for <clears> the <throat> exotic trace rifle that goes along with what I just built. Now, what I just built might take a month. Might take six weeks. Or it might take six months, seven months, eight months, Depend and it sunsets in 12. Well, I'm leaving that part out of it, man. I'm just talking about an actual progression of why I'm looking for things. They don't have that. It's just trophy weapons. Right, well, that... The, it's fine, I get it, but it doesn't keep you in the game vested you're in and you're out and you don't give a shit the the gun that i'm using right now is a gnawing hunger and i got a newer gnawing hunger so it's got a i can use it for another i don't know eight months nine months before before it goes out out of style up until that point i don't need to, i don't need to look for another weapon and so it's like but the, because but because you, be fair you like auto rifle no but I, you but, like the way it shoots yeah but just take that just take that to anybody that likes your hand cannon or your sniper rifle once you That's have your weapon good. and you can go through all the content no problem why do i need a new weapon why do i need to get a new weapon until a year from now right all the weapons are the same but got to give me a reason right to go there's no the there's no reason to do it except grocery checklist up oh, I forgot the pancakes. Let me get that pancake, right? Like, they give you an exotic, right? They gave me the no time to explain. As soon as I started this game, that was the one that they got last season for people that, I don't know, pre-ordered or or whatever. I didn't get it. I turned the game on this time, and they gave it to me. I was like, I don't even care about it. I don't care about an exotic weapon. I'm like, whatever. What I want to say also is this. I played Destiny a lot last season. Everyone knows my score level is like 400-something, okay? A lot. And for the entire time, I was finding very little as far as surprise stuff. I played Destiny for two and a half hours today. Three catalysts, five exotics. Yeah, I got... <laughs> They, I got two catalysts. I, I got two, I got two catalysts purpose. as well. At the beginning of the season, they do that shit on purpose. I was getting catalysts that I've been trying to get for two years. Never got them. All of a sudden, three catalysts in two and a half hours. I'm calling RNG bullshit is what I'm calling. Complete and total bullshit. 
Hey, uh, PL, do me a favor. Uh, send me that story because we're actually talking about that, and I'm glad. Yep. I'm glad they actually did what they did, and I don't mean it the way I said it, but I thought it was a bullshit story, and I'm glad they actually went through with what they what they did, which means it was actually real. Uh, can you send me that? Can you send me that in the uh... rock tooth? Is that for for real? Like I haven't gotten I haven't gotten a catalyst forever. Three. Send it to our Discord in our in our general, please. Three, dude. Three. It's retarded. Anyway, I'm not gonna play Destiny until like week seven or eight, to be honest, because there's no reason for me to dive in. Uh, I can do the story later. Um, I I really don't need to do any of this stuff. To but me, does it, does it, does to it me, stop I'm just waiting for the doing it though. If you wait nine weeks and then you try to do it all, does it stop you? You have to wait till next week. You have to wait till next uh, week. You have to everyone wait till next says week. that. Don't, People told me yesterday that Bungie said that if you miss week one, you can do week one and week two, like if you're in week three, right? You can go back to do week one, week two, week three. Ooh. You got bad juju? You got bad juju, Rock? Oh, question. Oh, Catalyst are dropping like crazy. Question, Rock, question. Okay, so I had the bad juju Catalyst before, and I did the hack. Shh, don't tell anyone. Okay, I did that hack in order to get the, the, the in order to get the uh, Catalyst, right? When the new season when the new season started, apparently they found out that I got it hacked, and so the gun is like glitched. I can't use the catalyst. So my question now is, do I have to find another bad juju, or do I can I find that catalyst and just replace the one I have? And and it, and if that's the case, what what is it you have to do with the bad juju catalyst for it to work now? Since there's no more Leviathan. All right, we're gonna move on from Destiny. We're gonna to go to the next the the next topic. We're fucking twenty seven minutes of destiny. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna talk about CD Projekt Red since it's 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 boom. Okay, it's already there. All right. So the the first story I wanted to bring up was the CD Projekt Red, and let me bring you up to up to par. Okay. So this was sent. Oh, I gotta I gotta open it up in a uh, open link. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's not going to work. That's that's definitely not going to work. Um, How come I can't get the... Can I open this? Open link? That's so small, I can't read that. It's so blurry. Oh, man. All right, I'll just read the article. All right, so basically what happened, someone gave a ransom note to CD Projekt Red. Allegedly. Right, allegedly, which is now apparently official. Okay. Uh, they gave him a, a, a ransom note on a notepad. And I'm not talking like notepad. I'm talking about a Word notepad. Like, you could just open up right now, type something, take a screenshot, and send it to somebody. Okay, type of thing. Okay. It said that basically we have all your source code for Witcher 3 and Cyberpunk and all your stuff and Gwent and we have all the information and we're going to give it. And then CD Projekt Red came out with a with a um, let me uh, let me bring up this um, with a statement showing what oh here it is. OK, so this is what it said. It said uh, at hello CD Projekt. You have been especially pwned. Great. Uh, we have dumped full copies of your source code from the per, per, from the Perforce servers for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3, and Gwent, and unreleased versions of Witcher 3. We have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. 
Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. It will also, uh, if we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how you, uh, how you shitty your company functions or how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stocks will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. And I, when I first saw it, I went, is this real? The, the the language is kind of the English is kind of broken, yeah. which means it's not their first language. Right. That's that's the first thing. Uh, my first thought when I saw the article, my first thought was I read the article when I first came out. And this was two days ago. This was yeah. two days my ago. First, my first thought was that it's CD Projekt Greg doing it themselves because they want to play like the victim card. Yes. And I was thinking the same thing. I was like, is this real? Because it's on a notepad, right? Right. And I know it sounds bad, and I know it sounds... But I really thought, I was like, okay, well, how do... What is happening in culture nowadays, right? Where if the if the person that's doing stuff plays the victim card, then people feel bad for them, right? Right. Well, CD Projekt is getting shit on from left and right because of CD Projekt Red, or well because deserved, of Cyberpunk though. 2077. Well-deserved, well though. So... Here's what they came back with before I read the article. It says, yesterday we discovered that we have become victim-targeted cyber attack due to which some internal systems have been compromised. An unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to internal network, collected certain data belongings to CD Projekt Red's capital group, and left a ransom note in contact to which it released to the public. Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backup remains intact, and we have already secured our IT uh, infrastructure to begin restoring the data. Now, we will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor. Okay. Being aware of this may eventually lead to the release of compromised data. We are taking necessary steps to uh, mitigate and consequences such as release, in particular by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach. We will still be investigating incidents. However, it's time that we can confirm, that, to our best of our knowledge, that the compromised systems did not contain any personal data of our players or used for our services. We have already approached the relative authorities, including law enforcement and presidents of personal data protection office, as well as the IT forsaken specialists, and we are closely cooperate with, with them in order to fully investigate this incident. Now, that is what they said. That's what they came out with. And now we have basically... So did, they dump, did, did the hackers actually dump it out? Yeah, so apparently the the actual article here says stolen cyberpunk and Witcher data reportedly sold after $7 million auction. Okay, data allegedly includes source code files and more uh, re uh, redesigned and multiple games. Okay, data stolen from the Polish studio CD Projekt Red in Cyberpunk Attack has reportedly been stolen. And the data included in the source code files of CD Projekt Game, de game Developers uh, Red Engine is titles includes Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, upcoming Ray Trace version of Witcher 3, Throwbreaker, the Witcher, uh, the Witcher Tales, and recently released Cyberpunk 27, according to VX Underground. The data was originally put up for auction on the dark web with starting price at $1 million and a buy now price for $7 million. But the seller pulled the lot with the condition to no further destruction. Uh, distribution or selling after receiving an outside offer which was deemed to be satisfactory cyber intelligence firm kayla reported the ransomware attacked on cd project red was allegedly carried out by a group called hello kitty 
Isn't that cute? Uh, which is said to have a post source code of CD Projekt Red's Gwent card game online prior to the auction. Now, CD Projekt Red uh, revealed on Monday that it had fallen victim to the target cyber attack in, in a statement that developed had said some st internal systems had been compromised and certain data stolen. An apparent ransom note publishes alongside the statement. Uh, uh, the culprits claim that they had stolen source code uh, for mentioned games as well as documents relating to the company's uh, legal HR. Okay, CD Projekt Red has said uh, it would not give into demands and that it had approached the relevant authorities, including law enforcement, to IT forsaken specialists. Okay, they said they've taken the, the, the steps. Now, on Tuesday, the company also released a statement addressing to a former employees in which it claimed that, as of this moment, uh, we don't possess evidence that any of our personal data was accessed. The cyber attack caps off a few months of CD Projekt Red's released highly anticipated cyberpunk in December 2020. The, hostile tackle, uh, the, ho the host technical problems, most notable last-gen consoles, recruiting and refunds being offered, and the title being pulled from the PlayStation Store. So basically, it's just rehashing what we've already said so okay let me tell you what i think now they say they will not give into the demands but it says up here that the data okay was a, a 1 million buy now price of 7 million but the seller pulled the lot with the condition of no further distribution or selling after receiving an outside offer now they don't say the outside offer is cd project Right, but they said they wouldn't give into the demands. But it seems pretty weird that all of a sudden, so the so criminal the that stole all the stuff right, is now saying right, so, we're, we're not going to give you the information out anymore. Right. So, so basically, what you're trying to tell me is they put an offer in, and then mysteriously an offer came in, and so they're not going to release it now. They're not going to release the open source code. Right. So now, really, right. so basically, right now, nothing happens. Right. That's what you're basically telling me. Right. Nothing happens. He still right. has the source code. He so, sold it for $7 million and promised. I hope yep. his fingers weren't crossed or toes weren't crossed when he said right. it. Right. So let me let me tell you this. If it was a real hacker who was really mad at CD Projekt Red for what they did, the shit would be out of the box. Out of the box. It, it out just, of the box. It's, it, it if, seemed, it was, if it was a real hacker, a real hacker, out of the box. An insurance company real, would give $8 million to do this? Yeah. Yeah, but how do you stop them from giving it out back again, Phoenix? Do you think a criminal is going to be like, okay, I'll give you all right, this? Because thing. let's because let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. How would let let's let's follow the money now, guys? How would said actor as an actor let said actor receive this money without being traced? Right? How would this money be transferred and not be traced in any way, so shape, they or form? Get the, so they could actually get that money and not be just. Immediately put in jail because they just—they would just follow the money. They—they, they, so, I, know, I know what they did. I know what they did. They—they they sold it in unmarked uh, shark cards for uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, listen, so that man, way they could. <laughs> that much money, listen. That much being that much money being transferred. I don't care how it transfers any kind of digital footprint. It has to be an account. Someone's got to be attached to the account, whether it be corporation or otherwise. Is this? This is not like sending an, uh, a a uh, a post note. To a P.O. box in like North Dakota, like that's not how this goes. Right. Well. So. So basically, that what you just said for the story. There's no story. The, right. The Bitcoin so thing could so be a thing. Our our stuff was stolen. It's being ransomed. We're not going to give it to demands. They say us. you have 24 hours. 
that the 24 hours comes and they say mysteriously someone paid for it and the guy who guy who stole it says well we're not going to put it out now because right. i got I my promise money. and nothing and nothing I happens promise. so yeah. basically nothing happens after three days of the bullshit story nothing happens it's a wash okay i believe you well that that's just it right like i don't i don't understand we just read the first story with a hacker right who was Thank hacking you, texas who was Thank you, texas. who was hacking bitcoin okay who was hacking bitcoin now, this guy's hacked CD Projekt Red to get $7 million, okay, which I find, I don't know, I just find it a little far. First of all, first of all, $7 million is too low. They just made, yeah, they just made like yeah. $700 million. Well, so no. you, you, I think 10, well, 10, 15 at least. I mean, I don't understand this criminal. I don't. This criminal has got to be the, the biggest idiot of all time then, right? I, I, I don't, I don't, seven million. I'm sorry, that's, I'm, I don't believe it. I, I mean, that's, that's, that's only selling 1 million copies of, of CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 2077. Come on. Come on. There's got to be, you got to ask for more money than that. And it, it, it has to be traceable. Like, who, right. who, who but paid if they really, for it? But, but Phoenix, come on, man. They wired it to the lawyer. Then the lawyer has got to be tapped. They're, they're going to tap the lawyer. They eventually they find out, unless it's one of these suitcase full of money someplace and everyone has to leave the area in a sewer somewhere. Like, you're going to follow the trail. They're going to follow the trail. There's more to this story. We'll find out. We'll find out more about this story down the road. But I have to say, bravo for for not calling the, the bluff of— to, to the story and not story? Well, no. Bravo to the person saying, if you don't respond to us in 48 hours, I'm selling your shit. Right? They went through with it. They went They went through with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so the, pers the person that said, I stole something, gave in to the person that says, I stole something— and now nothing actually happened. The, right. The source code didn't get out or nothing actually no, everything, happened. Everything's happened. So basically everything's a fine. fictitious person got fictitious money and now the fictitious story is over. <clears throat> Journalism has done its deed. Well, well, Phoenix, I 100% understand like Bitcoin and stuff. Look, there's dirty deals that go down all the time. It just seems this seems weird. pretty weird and fishy. Does it not? Weird. Because what criminal is a criminal that's like, okay... I stole your source code. I only want seven million, and yeah, I won't do it again. Like, come on. That's not a real hacker. He still owns the source code. It doesn't matter right. if he gave it to someone. He knows how to get. Like, he, right. you don't think he made a copy of it? Right. If I have a photo of you sleeping with somebody, you don't think I made a photocopy of it? I mean, come on. Doing uh, another genius well, marketing. I mean, I don't think man. it's marketing, but. I think it's, it's it's deflection to make them to make them feel a little bit more vulnerable. Like you feel bad for them. I, I don't feel bad for them. Are we saying a CD is being fishy or the hackers being fishy? I, I'm saying the story in general the, is fishy. The story is fishy. The story is fishy. Okay, the the story is fishy. When you when you hand me a note saying, is this is this Hello Kitty's first endeavor? Has Hello Kitty ever done anything else in the past? Has Hello Kitty? collected anything in the past or been known to do anything in the past Hair. or is it just Hair. all of a sudden hello kitty hey guys in chat i just want to let you know i hacked every single one of you and give me your money <laughs> i have all your stuff okay like that's that's it that's what's happened okay <laughs> I, I have mean, everything it, guys it fishy, I, I have I'm giving you I'm giving you 10 seconds or I'm releasing all your information. You know what I mean? Yeah, please don't. Yeah, don't worry. I won't do it again. I won't do it again. Uh just just hit the like button down below. Just get 7 likes. If I can get 7 <laughs> likes, 
Uh, I won't. I won't do it again. Right. Seven likes. All right. Next story. So ridiculous. All right. The next story I want to talk about is uh, Valheim. Okay. If I can get uh, Valheim is a is a independent developer. It's it's an early access game, right? And what country are they from? I, I believe it's a. I want to German. I, I'm not. I'm not sure where they're from. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. Anybody know where the? Uh, I know Coffee um, is is Studios is 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 publishing it. Iron Gate Studio. Where's Iron Gate Studio located? Uh, Iron Gate Studio. Someone, give me a second. Iron State Studio is located in. It doesn't say. It doesn't say where they're from. It's got a P.O. box number. Oh, Sweden. Sweden. Okay. It's, a, it's a Sweden company. Okay. Uh, so after one week, okay, after one week, Valheim hits one million players after a week in early access. Okay. Um, so, oh, sweet. I'm getting some of the, the gold. The go, how do you even say that? Go, goji coin? Sweet. What's the value of that? Is the paper I just wrote on more expensive than that? It's amazing. Uh, so Valheim hits 1 million players after a week in early access. Now, it's $20 uh, on the on the Steam store. Uh, I'm not sponsored in any way, shape, or form with the company. They didn't give me a code. I bought it myself. I absolutely love it. It reminds me of a Minecraft back in 2008, 2009 when I first started playing Minecraft, right? I paid $4 for Minecraft back then. And Minecraft has turned into this conglomerate company and, you know, Mojang and uh, what's his name? Sold it for like $40 billion. Okay. Four. So, no, no, 40. It was 40. I th I'm pretty sure Minecraft sold for okay. multiple billion. Well, no, I want to know. Right. I want to know if I'm. It can't be 40 billion. How, billion. how much did Minecraft. Like he's got a gold house somewhere. He's got. Oh, yeah, no, he's got. He's got screwed. Oh, two point five. You're right. Two point five billion. Yeah, two point five billion. He's got, yeah. got a lot of money. Two point five billion. <laughs> One guy. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Anyway, so Valheim hits the uh, hits one million players. Okay. The early access survival game has downloaded more than 1 million times in just a week. Developer Iron Gate Studios announced the milestone in a blog post earlier today, telling fans that the Viking-themed title has already surpassed 1 million sales in the first week in early access, with a peak player count of 160,000, making it Steam's fourth most played game. In response to the feedback it's received from players, Iron Gate says it's hard at work addressing issues uh, some of the players have reported for maximize their game experiences, and that they're super excited to continue working together throughout 2021. And we bring you a ton of cool new uh, content improvements and the way uh, the way uh, ways to die uh, through early access and beyond. The roadmap shared earlier in the week, developers hinted a four major updates with more to come in Odin's will uh, wills it. Okay, so it's a small it's a small company. Uh, I believe it's 22 people that are actually uh, making the game. Uh, like I said, it's a it's a very uh, it's not the best game in the world. If you like uh, if you like uh, Conan, if you like Ark, if you like those type of survival games, if you like Minecraft, the 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 best way I can describe it is more of a Minecraft. The way I feel the the way I feel like it is. And yeah, but I, the the leveling system in that game is like definitely Ultima. from Ultima, yeah, Ultima, Ultima Online. Online. Yeah, it's it's definitely now. Look, I know it's early access. There's a roadmap. It's got all those things. It's got right? all the good signs. But again, 
It's a European company. Yeah. It's got a roadmap. Yeah, it's got a roadmap. It's an it's it's an early access. It sounds it's got all the hallmarks of a fantastic it's, start. It's actually pretty tough though. It's a pretty tough. Uh, I get it, it's man. grindy. It's fun. We played last night with uh, uh, Bill Prophet. We were both playing last night on the server. Um, it's a fun game, man. You build up. You, you go on an adventure together. You go into du uh, dungeons and stuff. It's not the best graphics in the in the world, but it's it's a definite a it's a it's a fun game. The, the art style of it is 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 fun as well. Um, so check it out. We'll be playing it more on this channel as well. If anybody is playing it, and you would like to join us. You're more than welcome. Uh, but I just wanted to say that one million copies. Now look, you make a game, right? They didn't have pre-orders or anything. Yes, it's early access, but they put it out. It speaks for itself. People start playing it. They like word it. They word of mouth. It starts to build up, you know, build up. We're going to be playing another game um, uh, on the 26th, Retro Mania Wrestling, which we talked about last week, which is an independent company as well, right? Get it out. Play the game. If it's good, it'll speak for itself, right? If it's good, word of mouth will spread. It gets more. It gets more support. It builds up a fan base, which is customers. Customers buy your stuff, and that's, it goes around and around. It's not like the hype meter Hey, this is the best game in the world. This is what you could do in the game. And then when you get it, it doesn't do anything at all. What is supposed to be promised in the game. Speaking of CD Projekt Red, uh, Bethesda, No Man's Sky, yay, yay you know, Bioware, uh, all, all this type of stuff. So it's definitely it's definitely a fun game to check it out if you if you have. I was a huge fan of Conan Exiles player, and I'm enjoying it. Love the building. Yeah, it's 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 just a fun. And again, it's not for everybody, but Co Carnage. You can, make your own, you can make your own town, right? Oh, you could you could do anything you want. You could you could you could build whatever you want. And the world, the map is gigantic, like gigantic. No, but what I'm saying is, if you guys got together, just sit around, you guys yes. can make your own town. Yes, but you would have to sit there. They they are making a sandbox uh, later, like a creative mode later. But right now, to make a town, you would have, literally have to bear down the trees, like the yeah. like the guy from Doctor. You could put roads yeah. down, right? You, yeah. you could put roads down or no? Yeah, yeah. You make a path. You make a path. There's carts. There's teleporters. Uh, I'm just curious because if you if you knock down the trees and then you build over <laughs> top of the trees, the tree won't respawn in your house, will it? No, okay. no. If you if you if you level the land, the trees do grow back, but I think it's like a week's time inside the actual game. It takes it takes. And, and they a... have to and like Minecraft, it has to have the space available to it for it to grow. It doesn't just grow through the house. Um. Well, sometimes it clips into the house. Mm. Like I have a glitch right now in my house. Just a branch shows up in my house. Just a random branch just shows up in the middle of my living room every single time. I'm like, all right, I'm curious. Cool. I was like, cool. I got an extra piece of wood every every day or so. Um, yeah, but I haven't noticed any trees growing back on the path that I've made. Um, what I like about it is there's different. It's, it's a it's a work in progress. You guys are learning the game as you play it. Yes, and that's what I like about it. Like as I'm as I kill something new, I'm like, oh, what's that? I kill it. I go, ooh, and it says new recipes. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then you get a new weapon, and there's new armor, and there's different biomes, and you need a different armor to go in the different biomes. Like you can't go in the snow until you build up your your mm, actual. Yeah, that it sounds sounds, sounds cool, right? So interesting. Yeah, imagine. Having to have armor to go to a certain area. Mm. Yeah. Where, where have I heard that? And if you sure? have the wrong armor in the wrong area, for instance, if you're in the winter, you need a heavy coat and stuff, right? Otherwise, you freeze to death. But you can't wear the heavy coat while you're in the desert because then you'll your stamina goes down faster, it, right, right? You, right, get, you right, overheat. Right. So there's there's a bunch of stuff that happens. Um, well, environmental effects is pretty complicated in a game of that size, so it's kind of cool that they actually put that in there. Right, and they're also, like, if it rains or you go in the water, you get wet. Do you, have to, do you have to eat? Yes, you have to eat. Yeah. You have to eat. Okay. Yeah, you have does, to. Does eating does eating affect your stamina and uh, health regen? Uh, it 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 affects your your defense and your health and the way your stamina. Yeah, everything. 
So okay. you, you start off around like a 14 or 25 now, or something like food, that. Is food and water considered one thing or you have to do food and water? There's no drinking. Okay, so food covers it all. Yeah, gotcha. food covers your energy. Okay. Um, there's, there's, um, you have to forge, so you have to get new, new food. So either, either, is there a livestock walking around? Yes, there is. There's, there's boars and deer. Now you can tame the boars, which I haven't done yet. So you can mm. instead of go hunting for them, you could just create them, and make them have babies like Minecraft. All right, that's the question right there. Can you fence off an area and put two boars in there, and they'll yes. just keep prop propagating? Yeah, so you have to you have to feed them. So they basically like Minecraft. They fall in love or whatever, and then they'll they'll have babies, and then you can start slaughtering the 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 animals that you have, so you don't have to go hunt for it. Yeah. So it it, ha it has different different um, actions. So for instance, if you're wet, you can't sleep. Right. And if you don't have a fire, you can't sleep. And if you have a fire in your house, you have to make a chimney or keep it outside because the, the house will fill with smoke. And if it fills with smoke, you guy takes that's, damage. That's, that, that's kind of complicated. Yeah. So it takes damage. They, they actually program that in there? Yeah. Smoke in the house <clears throat> yeah. damages you? Yeah. And so okay. if you have a fire, you go next to the fire, you'll see a timer if you're wet. It's like two minutes. It takes two minutes to dry off, which which kind of like slows you down and because and, your clothes are, are wet. Right. So if you go to your fire, can't sleep, you can't sleep if you're wet. No, can't you can't go to sleep if you're wet. So you have to go next to a fire, and then it you'll see the time speed up exponentially, go faster and faster. Uh, so there's like little mechanics in the game which are pretty cool. Um, like I said, it's it's a fun little game. Check it out. There's a lot of people. Co Carnage was playing it today for like twenty thousand people. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, it's a game called uh, Valheim. Uh, check it out. It's on Steam. So that's the next story. Oh, I forgot to... Let's see, Valheim. All right, the next one, we're at 9.01. <clears throat> All right, so the next story I want to talk about is... Um, let's talk about... Um, Microsoft is creating, <clears throat> creating a new company, Vault, to complete the ZeniMax slash Bethesda deal. Now, legal documents indicate that Microsoft intends to create a new whole-owned subsidiary called Vault to complete the ZeniMax media acquisition deal. It's not clear if ZeniMax will be known as Vault after the deal closes. The European Union is currently in deciding whether to improve the $7.5 billion acquisition. And one has revealed back in September of 2020 documents seeing that the European Union law website, uh, the, U the, UR, the UR, I'm sorry, the EUR, uh, refer to the logistics of the acquisitions of mentioning a merger uh, is which newly created Microsoft subsidiary Vault will be merged with the in uh, with into Zenimax. While it's not clear exactly how this will work, the Vault subsidiary would be a good way to house Microsoft's new acquisitions under one uh, independent banner, affording Zenimax Studios, which includes Bethesda, Arcane, Machine Games, and more, a level of freedom uh, while still being owned by Microsoft. The text. Uh, uh, it says that if Microsoft will acquire sole control of the whole Zenimax regardless, but the document suggests that it will be uh, a accomplishment of uh, accompaniment, sorry, uh, with the Vault uh, subsidiary. Well, be sure to learn more about this as the deal comes through. So, mobile. The way what the way I think they're doing it is, <clears throat> I think because they bought the, and they don't if they put it underneath the Microsoft brand the European Union won't okay the deal that they paid for $7.5 So if they make a subsidiary of it and then take the ZeniMax studio and then put it underneath the vault 
then considered it's not part of Microsoft. It's a subsidiary, meaning that that section could be sold off at a later date, meaning that Microsoft doesn't get bigger, right? It's a subsidiary of it. That way it'll go through the deal. You see what I'm saying? So what is it, just an antitrust protection for Europe? <clears throat> is that what that is? I, well, it's not just about Europe. I mean, Europe, it's because of Europe that they're, they they don't want monopolies and stuff to happen, right? So, right, right. It's antitrust protection. So, I got you. The U.S. doesn't care. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Go ahead, buy the companies. Well, we only we only care when only when you when you only have one choice of anything. Otherwise, you can go to jail. That, right. Then they then, then it's a problem. Right. Real quick, uh, thank you very much for the super chat, Winfield. Thank you very much for that, uh, for the five dollars. Appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know. I, it's 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 kind of weird that they're doing this because again this is just semantics right like we no, own the not, company it's not, it's not just that if something should go ha if something if they want to try something and something goes wrong and they get sued they can just say it's just them and it's not attached to Microsoft you know what I mean like a lot there's a lot of reasons for for separating companies in that way oh right so well, they, one for so they can't be liable all the way up the chain oh right. So they could just be like, oh, no, no, uh, no, the vault did that. We didn't do that. Microsoft right. didn't do that. So they, right. they don't take any responsibility. Or, but at the same time, they, they, they reap the rewards of it. Um, so that is just a little story that we're bringing up there. Another uh, story I want to talk about. <clears throat> Speaking of the UK, right? Uh, potential UK console scalping ban gathers momentum. Okay, so... The European Union basically is is stopping Microsoft from becoming a monopoly, right? By putting, like, you have to make a separate company, right? Got to spend more money to make, to, to put all these things under. And now the European Union is also trying to put a law in, in, in place here. Uh, speaking to uh, Douglas Chapman, <clears throat> uh, MP, was a formally brought forward a bill to ban gaming hardware scalping in the UK. Now, titled the Gaming Hardware Automated Purchase and Resale Bill, of 2019-2021, as reported by Sky News, it aims to apply similar restrictions on console reselling to those instituted for ticket toting in the UK. Now, speaking to the Sky News about Bill's similarity to previ previous ticket uh, toting law, Chapman said, we've proposed a similar legislation process to, to be brought forward to ensure the customers can purchase gaming consoles and computer components at no more than manufacturer's recommended price and that resale of goods purchased by automated bots be made illegal. Okay. Chapman acknowledged that bill is unlikely to pass. MPs outside ruling government party rarely sees that the bills become law, but was using it as an action to force the government to take responsibility for the ongoing issues. Excuse me one second. Okay, so affected legislation indirectly, which will uh, be Chapman's hope. Now, politicians are stepping up to plans to ask the government, the UK government, to consider a console scalping ban, introducing other pro uh, protective legislations to prevent. <clears throat> I'm choking here. And high levels of re reselling seen in the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Go ahead, Sarge. Talk about this for a second. Well, the... This is where it gets complicated. It always seems like a good idea when the government steps in to protect the consumer because the consumers aren't able to negotiate with themselves. So you have Big Brother come in and try to settle the dispute. So that I guess on that side of the fence, it's a it's it's positive. It's a positive outcome. However, 
once you start allowing the government to dictate terms in what is supposed to be a free market, it opens the door for other things to happen. And that's the issue. Right. I, I think that there needs to be protections in there, but that should be done by individual stores who are selling products online without putting a without putting infrastructure in their online sales capabilities first. Right? They just put themselves online. Somebody finds a program that can use Bass to buy stuff up, and they just buy it up. Now, of course, the companies don't care because they're selling product. Okay, The problem is, is it causes this gap in the market because, as it's been told already, sales of the PlayStation are really high, but sales of all paraphernalia that go along with PlayStation 5 are not. Right. Like games, controllers, cords whatever all the all the paraphernalia that goes along with it so by that token it's hurting the gaming industry a little bit as opposed to yeah you sold a bunch of consoles but no one's buying anything else because they can't get consoles right, right. so it's a delay it's a delay in purchasing ability <clears throat> like people will start buying that stuff once people start buying the consoles that are gouged and then later on down the road sales will start going up slowly as opposed to Everyone's buying the console, and then as soon as they buy the console, they go out and they start buying all the paraphernalia that goes along with it, right? The companies are missing out on that portion of the sale. I, even though it sounds great, I don't like the fact that there's a government government entity interrupting this because it should be handled by the actual stores who are selling the yes. product. <clears throat> yeah. They need to have in place that some robot can't come in and fucking buy up everything that they have. All it should be is some kind of robot protection thing, like identify pictures, whatever whatever is going on right now for stopping robots it's, from it's purchasing that I see all the time. Right. It's not working. It's not working. They need to improve that. The government doesn't need to come in and start dictating laws about whether or not scalping should be illegal. We all know without telling anybody that it should be, but we do it because it's a loophole in the free market system. Right. All right. Because if let let's say for instance, we adapt that just to say, just just one brief moment, the the U.S. government adapts that kind of law. What would happen to concert tickets if that was the case? What would happen to concert tickets that if all of a sudden robots <clears throat> couldn't buy tickets anymore, you had to buy tickets, and I could get a ticket price for the price it was worth, as opposed to paying a thousand dollars for right. row four on a concert that I know only costs like eighty dollars? Like, people have grown up understanding that concert tickets are like a shit ton of money. Oh, well, yeah. they're not. They're not. Right. They are because robot buyers buy up all the tickets they can, and then they resell them. That's called scalping. Yes. There's a whole business on concert tickets. <laughs> right. Everything seems to be fine. We've just gotten accustomed, accustomed to it for so long that no one calls government regulations in and says, hey, right. by the way, can I get some help over here? My concert ticket costs $450 <laughs> when I know it only costs like $37.50. Right, 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 right. Right? But nobody's doing that. So it's a slippery slope to want help in this one area and not say it doesn't work the same way in a different area of the market. Just bringing it up yeah i mean well it's funny because like, you bring up the concert tickets i used to always think like i'm like why is concert tickets so goddamn expensive like we and we all have those kiosks in the malls right yeah the guy that just built a little two by two two by two stand and all of a sudden he's got 
every concert ticket. He's like, yeah, I got I got seats here and here. They they literally go buy thousands of tickets at the price that it's sold at, and they increment it by four times, five times the price. Right? That's that is it's a scalping business. But for some reason now that the scalpers are doing into video games, the way the European Union's looking at it is look, they're going look. The, the cyber industries now predict, this is how they're getting by it, they now predict the issue of scalping to grow across other important goods or import goods and services this year. So I'm, I'm like, okay. Just like you said, they don't need to, the government doesn't need to come in and stop scalpers. The businesses need to stop the bots for scalping. Now, if I go into the store and I say I want 10 PlayStations, Okay, and they give me play 10 PlayStations. I put them in the cart physically and I roll my ass out of the door. There's no there's nothing against the law with that. I paid cash money for them at the actual retail price. Now I'm taking those and selling them for 200, 300, Too 400, slow. right? Too slow, bro. So now there's a bot doing it f much faster, more convenient. Amazon ships it directly to their house, okay? That's that's basically it. That's what's happening. And and the targets and Walmarts and, and GameStops don't care because they're in the business to of sell moving product. of moving, moving product. product. And that's what they're doing, right? So now Bob or Jane, whoever's uh, hacking these things or, or scalping, look, I don't like them. They can go eat a dick, okay? Because I want to get a console and I can't get one unless I'm paying like $1,800 or $1,000 and I'm not going to do it because I'm not a crackhead, okay? And I'm not gonna buy a, a system that's $400, $500. I'm not gonna pay 1000 to to, to $1,800, right? But to each their own. If you have a million dollars, paying $1,800 for a console is nothing. To me, what, what is, is everything. That's the free, but that's the free market, right? <clears throat> Understandable, there always will be people who take advantage of a system that's in place. Regulation is supposed to come from within the people in the market. You are not supposed to have outside influences starting to put stop gaps inside the free market system because it causes problems down the road. It looks great on paper. It looks great that someone's trying to protect me, but I, I have to say, I like it better that when a scalper goes to sell something and then he gets robbed, I like that part of it. Right. I like the part when the scalper goes to sell an, an overpriced system to somebody else and then he gets robbed, that's the free market in action. I know it doesn't sound good. I shouldn't support something like that, but that's what we're doing. That's Absolutely. that's a pre-market system. <clears throat> Phoenix, I agree. Like, if I wanted to buy... Look, I have an old Xbox right now. I can sell it for more than retail price if I wanted to. If someone's out there somebody, to buy it, if somebody they can offers, buy it. If somebody wants to pay that price, that's called fair trade. Right now, people are... are same story. Uh, the same thing. Uh, Pokemon cards are coming out at McDonald's. Have you heard this? Okay? Mm, and every, so and now, they're, so they're, now people are robbing yes. the stores. So basically what's happening is Pokemon cards are in the Happy Meals. People are buying the Happy Meals up, as many as they can, throwing the food out, and then selling the the, the Pokemon cards. Okay? But now yeah. the employees now the employees are just stealing straight up cards from the box. They just take the whole box and they're selling them online for like $1,000. Okay? And I'm like, well, that's, that's, the, that's theft. The people that go buy the Happy Meals, there's nothing wrong with that. If I go and want to buy, give me 20 fucking Happy Meals, you got to give me 20 Happy Meals, okay? You can't limit me to, to what I have. I have cash for you, okay? Now, if they have a rule, one Happy Meal per family and be like, well, I have two kids. I need a Happy Meal. The people that actually need Happy Meals can't get Happy Meals now because now they're limiting one Happy Meal per person or per family. You, know, you see what I'm saying? 
It's the, it's it's the same it's, it's the same fucking it's, thing. It's, it's the same exact thing. Listen, it, you're supposed to allow the free market system to take care of itself. That's how it has to be, right? If if they don't want to put protections in place, if the stores don't want to put anti-bot software in there, and this is what we have to do. Okay, I, I, let's 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 put it out there, right? Let's just call it what it is. So, let's say they make about 14 million units a year. <clears throat> just guessing, okay? So, do you believe the number of people who are in a different tax bracket who are willing to pay $2,500 for a game system that only costs 500 how many of those people do you think that there are? Oh. Just I, You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. But I don't think, I don't think there's going to be, like, an absurd amount of people who are going to pay that much money for a system. There's going to be a decent amount because a lot of people, there's a lot of people have a lot of money to burn. I get that. But eventually... All the people who have money to burn at that level who want the system have it already, which means that the scalpers can only get so much of that market and then the price will come down by itself and it won't come out like immediately. But let's be honest, guys, you don't want the first run of a system anyway because the system's got problems. Red light of death, disk drives don't work, systems overheat because it's the first run. Right. So let the scalpers have it. When all the rich people have bought their $2,500 system, there won't be anybody else left to buy the system at $2,500, and the market adjusts all by itself. Maybe not in the time frame that you would like because that you, you want. really want right. a system. That you really but want let's it. be honest, guys. There's no fucking game <laughs> for this goddamn system. <laughs> Who is paying $2,500 for a system that doesn't have yeah, anything? 1800 yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Pick the price tag above it. Who cares? Keep it. Give me the twenty. dollars Sell it. I don't care. When there's an actual, when there's actually something that goes with the system, I'll be concerned. Until then, let the rich people buy the overpriced system. It's listen, it's not going to be forever, guys. The scalpers aren't going to be hoarding up warehouses full of PlayStation Fives until the end of time, because eventually the rich people who have the money are have it. They're not. Right. right. There, will, there won't be a market because no one's going to buy it, right? So they have to lower the, the price, price back come down. down. Yes. The price will come back down. Yeah. Right. But if you have, if you're a fiend and you need it. You want it. You want the next tech. I, mean, that's, I get that's, it. That's you the gotta way it have is, it, right? You got to have it. it. You're, you're, you're tying that rubber band around your wrist. You got to have it. I know. I got it. I got yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> all right. So Electronic Arts, next story that we're talking about here. Hold on one second. 17. Uh, Anthem. Um, Anthem talk, right? So dumb. Electro <laughs> Electronic Arts will hold a meeting this week to determine whether or not to continue trying to create new versions of the failed online game of Anthem, according to three people familiar with the matter. Now, Anthem, a multiplayer game with EA-owned developer BioWare, launched on February 2019 to poor reviews. In the following months, BioWare put together a small team to overhaul the game. Executive producer Kristen Daly wrote... Uh, three blog posts last year outlining some of the big changes planned, but in December, Daily left Anthem team as part of the Bioware management shakeup, leaving the project's fate in question. This week, EA executives will review the latest version of the Anthem next and decide whether or not to expand the team or abandon the project, said uh, the people who asked to not be named discussing the private information. Now, Anthem's next team includes about 30 people. Bioware said last year that people familiar with the project said it will need to expand at least triple that in order to produce a new content and continue attempting to overhaul the game. EA has yet to be indicated whether or not it'd be willing to com uh, comment uh, or commit uh, that kind of budget to reviving the, the mangled game. What do you think about this, Sarge? As far as 
Anthem is in the works, right? Let, let's let's let me back it up a little bit for the question. Anthem was supposedly worked on for seven years, and then we find out that it was only worked on for thirteen months. They sat on it for like five and a half years, didn't do anything with it. Went to E three, showed the trailer of what it was, and said, "Hey." That's the game we want to make. And then 13 months later, they actually made the Anthem game, and it came out. Now, say what you want about Anthem. It was a good core game. The The, the story was pretty good. Uh, the end game was kind of lackluster. The, the end game, the gear, the loot and stuff. Uh, the roadmap that they had ahead of it, basically the game that they were supposed to make for the, the, the seven years they had it, they didn't make. And then the 13 months they did make the game, they're now making that game. Now, the blog post that showed the new skill trees and the javelins and all the stuff, and EA's like, yeah, I don't know if we want to make this. Uh, I don't know if we want to go. Two two years after, they don't know if they want to pump any more money into it. What do you think about this? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. You mean the unlimited resources from a giant company of EA decided that this is, this is, this is, this is how it goes, guys. They thought they could bang out the ending for Anthem in 18 months more, three-year total, bang it out, 18 more months, and just throw the game out there, make some moolah on other microtransactions, and EA can walk around squeaky clean. As soon as they figured out that it was going to take actual development time and actual building of a system in the game in order for the game to be successful, they're like, you know, can't do it. Not worth, not worth the time and money it's right. going to take to actually make a video game. That's what they said. Right. That's what they said. Because otherwise, why would you say the game's being worked on? That means you want to make a game, right? You want to finish the game you made, right? Right. Right. But apparently, whatever was sold, they they don't want to they don't want to overshoot they don't want to overshoot that with with more cost of development time. So they're like, no, nah, it's good. Don't worry about it. We made the money on it. Don't worry about it. Right. And if you don't <clears throat> believe that that's the game that they were in. You guys are living in fairy world. Right. Welcome to Candyland. Well, that that's the thing. Phoenix says in chat, right? If they would have if they would have skipped the roadmap and not say game of service, it would have been fine. If they just came out as a single player game or co-op game that you played and be done with, sort of like the new game that's coming out Outriders, right? It's not a live service game, it's an enclosed game. If Anthem came out like that, I think it would have been a, I think it would have been this in a safe area, a safe area. But because they came out with the games of service that all content is free after the fact, right? And and we're going to be adding to this game for years to come. And then literally six months into the game, it was it was like tumbleweeds walking through, not enough loot, no end game. Like because it was a games of service, that's why people say it was a fail of a game because it's not really a games of service. It's, it's only a fail of a game. In the if eyes. They, if they lost, if they, they made lost 15, money, they sold 15 million copies. It's not a fail of a game. Thank you. Yeah. 15 it's... million times 60, guys. Let's yeah. do math. Yeah. Let's do math. Right. Okay. And that's if no one bought a microtransaction. Right. And they only worked on it for 18 months. Let's not. Right. 13. Let, let's, let's 13 say, months. Let's not. Yeah, I'll give <clears> the benefit <throat> of the doubt. Right. Let's not. Let's not pull straws here. But, I was giving uh, them the benefit of the doubt. I, I, please. Please. So my my question is to you. Nine as I'm choking. Is that nine hundred million? Is that nine hundred million? I think it's a nine hundred million. Uh, 15, 15 million times. Are you said thirteen million? No, it was, was it thirteen million? Fifteen million. Fifteen million. Fifteen million copies. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost it's almost a that billion should, dollars. That should be a billion. It should be one point one billion. 
it's almost a billion. Fifteen million times sixty, sixty dollars, is nine hundred nine hundred million. No, it's more than that. Yes, no, it's not. I just put it in the calculator. <clears throat> Are you sure? All right. So, do you really believe? Do you really believe that that EA was like, ah, you know what? No, we're good. No, it's nine hundred million. We're, right. we're we're good. We're good. We don't need. We don't really need to finish it. All, all the last eight, two years of lies telling them we're going to make it. Nah, get out of here. No, we're not going to do that shit. <laughs> we made all our money. Fuck you. Well, we don't know if they're killing it off, Reese. They said they might kill it off. What I, what I want to know is who started this bullshit rumor of all of a sudden EA is going to kill it? I mean, well, it's... What, it's, who, who, what the story come from? Is it from it, somebody it came, inside the damn company? It came from Jason Schreier, and he interviewed people inside the company. Yes. Okay. Yes. So... They're on the chopping block. But let's think about it. BioWare and EA, they're underneath EA, underneath the umbrella. They're like, how much money do you need? Uh, well, our, our Madden sales were down this month. We All right. right, so we, we can write you a check. We can float you a check for how many more people right. you need. Do you think that when we put this money into your game, is it going to recoup anything? Is it, right, is it going to be done? Right. How much time do you need... Now, think about it. Let's just say it takes, because it's already been two years since it launched. Let's say it takes another two years to finish what they're doing. Because they said they need triple the amount of people. They have 30 people working on the game right now. They said to finish what they're doing, they need 100 people, basically. 90 to 100 people. And a normal game takes three to five. Right. And they've already been working on it for two. A good game. Only been working on it for two. Right. So, by the end of the seven years they had, and they only worked on it for 13 months, and there's two years after it launched, and they need another two years to at least make it what it is, They've worked on it for about five and a half years by the time it launches in 2024, right? It's like, why don't you just work on the fucking game when you had it? And this, 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 this is the problem. This is the problem with the gaming industry. Last week, Mueller called them out, and then he came out with an apology, which I was very, very upset about. Okay, the guy who called out the people for snake oil salesmen pulled back because he's like, I, I jumped the gun because his, his no, boss. He didn't. Yeah, well, no, I know, he didn't. I know he didn't. He didn't jump the gun. Yeah, I know, but no, he his apologized. Mom called, yeah. His mom called yeah. him and told him to apologize. Yeah. There's no fucking way that guy. Somebody probably put pressure on him, dude. He called it out exactly like how it was. Yes. Yeah. He called it exactly how it was. My, my thing is EA is about to trick us again with the same game twice. Okay. Think about this. If they, if they do work on this and finish it, are they coming out with this game? Are they going to charge for it? Are they going to make this instead of Anthem 2.0? Are they just going to make Anthem 2 and then charge for it? You see what I'm saying? And then and then promise you there's going to be stuff in this game that's not in this game like they promised the first time around? Do you see what I'm saying? Like they have you by the cojones here. Do you know anyone that comes out with with a strong conviction about something who means what he says, he writes the tweet properly or he writes the story properly and then all of a sudden a week later he apologizes for talking the truth. You know what that means? Somebody put some pressure. Oh, on absolutely. Him. Somebody, somebody said, "Hey, guess what? We're gonna pull your funding." Or, "Hey, guess what? Bob knows Pete. Who knows Tom? Who knows? Who knows Dale? Oh, who knows Jim?" Yeah, Tom, yeah. you and don't want to mess says, with Tom. You, you have to apologize. You have to apologize for saying that because what? What's the apology for? Let me figure this out. What's the apology for? It's not a snake oil salesman. Right. It's not. Right. So he made it up? No, it, that's called fact. I just watched it happen. It happened over the last six months. I just watched you lie about a game. Right. I, I watched all the footage past about what happened to your game, and that's all facts. It's all facts listed. Overlord Gaming. Overlord Gaming. Overlord Gaming. If you haven't seen the video, Overlord Gaming. <laughs> Not Overlord DVD. 
Overlord Gaming. Go watch the video on Cyberpunk, right? I don't I don't know what else to do here, guys. If if you can't swallow the pill that it's your own fault that you fucked up, then your parents didn't do a good job when you were a kid. <laughs> if you can't own up to the fact that you made bad choices, you are trying to steal from somebody, you are trying to get one over on the consumer, and you got caught, and you try to blame everybody else except for yourself, there's a problem. Well, that'll be a, that'll be a, running, a, problem. a running tally here. All right, so the next story I want to talk about is from Game Informer. It's uh, the ter Terraria creator. Oh, those are Randy. Okay. Randy. Good old Randy Pitchford's in there. No, Terraria? No. I call them I call them the Triforce of Evil, Sparta. It's Randy Pitchford, uh, Toward, <laughs> and, and Android Wilson. The, the tri the tri the Triforce of Evil. No, no, no. You gotta take you gotta take uh you gotta take Todd out of there and put uh the guy from uh uh take two. Yeah, what's his name? Which guy? Oh god, what's his name? The owner? Yeah, the owner of Take Two. Zel Zelznik? No, that, that, was that Zelnik? Zelnik? Was that was that oh, his well, name? Then, then we'll just up it. To, we'll just up it to the four the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> well, Todd, the no, Todd, Todd, Todd is not Todd is not up there because he's not owning the company. He's just the he's just no, the he's head. Just, the, he's just he, right. He's, he's just, just the he's face just the man. Yeah. He's the telling yeah. telling the lies from somebody else. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got All right. It. So Terraria is a charming. Randy's evil. Yeah. No, Randy is in it. Yeah. Terraria is a charming sandbox game that was first released back in 2011 on PC, and since then it made its way to a variety of platforms. Latest home, a pixelated game, was meant to be on Google Stadia. That was until creator Andrew Spix uh, puts his money where his mouth is in terms of the company's uh, perceived poor customer service. Now, Spix took to Twitter late last night to tag Google in an impassioned post asking the studio suddenly pulling its Google Stadia port. The post as a result of Google account being disabled for over three weeks with no reason to give the absurd disconnection. Have no idea why, said uh, uh, Septics or uh, Spix. Uh, he went to mention that the steps is went through to try to get it back, showing frustration with Google has been developing for a while. After using every source or every resource they have to get resolved, you have nothing to get to, to give me a, a, a runaround. The, the, he cites frustration as being links to thousands of dollars in app purchases, movie purchases, and Google Drive data now being beyond his reach. Additionally, I can't access my YouTube channel, and worse of all, is losing access to my Gmail address for over 15 years, right? So he's he's literally losing his mind because of his personal life that Google's systems don't work and he can't get to customer service to fix his problem. So the developer decided to pull Terraria from from Google Apps. You can't play Terraria now anymore on the Google any any Android device Why? because he he doesn't like the customer service and I'm 100% with him, okay? He doesn't like the way the customer service of Google is treating him as a as a consumer or as a customer that he said, "Fine. I'm pulling down my my game off of your platforms. You can no longer make money off of me." Right? And I I applaud him. I applaud him uh, for, for doing what he's doing, right? He's complaining that customer service is terrible. He says, I absolutely have not done anything to violate your terms of service, so I cannot take this no other way than you're deciding to burn this bridge. Consider it burned. Terraria for Google Stadia is canceled. My company will no longer support any of your platforms moving forward, okay? I will not be involved with the corporation that values their customers and partners so little. Doing business with you is a liability, right? Bravo. Bravo, right? And this will come up in another story that we have to talk about. Your integrity, right, and what your values are as a person mean a lot, right? 
and he, he, he right, and he can make a shit ton of money off of maybe not Google Stadia, but just Android devices in general with all his games. And he's literally cutting that. Okay, he's cutting that because he doesn't want to deal with a company that he feels doesn't respect him in any way, even though he is a customer and a partner with them for for business. Right, so he's right. So. Yeah, so I, I applaud him. I applaud him. So I just wanted to bring that out in, in, in the forefront because we do have a topic that we're going to talk about in a little bit that I'm, I'm struggling with a little bit. Sort of like the same thing. Like, he doesn't want to deal with the company anymore. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Before we get to that uh, conversation, though, E3 uh, is planning on having an online event. Okay? I love E3. E3 was Christmas for me in, in, in June. Okay? It used to be. Now, I don't know what to expect from E3. The only way I think I like E3 again is if G4 comes back with X-Play and G4 covers E3 like they used to cover it, right? And they get exclusivity on the way they cover stuff, and it's not just every dime a dozen, everyone has to go somewhere else, right? I think it's a combo for me. If G4 can come back and establish themselves as the E3 guys to watch, I'll watch E3. But if they don't, then I don't give two shits about E3 or G4, I'm pretty sure this this year's E3 is going to be done like a spoof. They're going to have it pre-recorded. Everything's oh, going to be pre-recorded. I don't know about right? Yeah, well, probably. No, no. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. Everything everything's going to be pre-recorded, and it's going to be a room full of cardboard cutouts. <laughs> All cardboard. Everyone, the the guests, cardboard cutouts. The announcers, headsets on on a cardboard cutout, and it's just going to be the camera panning from one section to another. Of cardboard cutouts and the audio <laughs> of the person talking, whatever they needed to say, is going to be on them when the camera's on that cardboard cutout. And they're going to play the video of the game, cut to the cardboard cutout, and then and oh, maybe they'll so, have like three. So you're saying three, it's a cardboard cutout faces. of me talking about the game. Three, right, like I got three you. I got four you. Faces, like one face will be like this, one face like this. It'll be like three cardboard face cutouts, and they'll just change it depending on the mood of whatever's being said. But everything you'll see, cardboard cutouts on stage, in the chairs. Uh, that'd be, that'd be funny. I'd watch that. And, just, and all and all audio. It's just an all audio show. I, I would watch that. I would also watch it if they did E3 with um, Mr. Bill. If they just brought back the clay guy, Mr. Bill, to do <laughs> E3. And and he gets crushed a couple of times, then, then maybe I would watch it or something, you know? Um, again, I, I love E3. I want to know information, but I don't need E3 anymore. There's so many, there's so much information that can come out. There's so much information that comes I mean, out. We constantly. got we got Keeley Fest. We got Keeley Fest going on now, right? I mean, say what you want about Keeley, but he did a good job covering uh covering for E3's ass this year. I I, I listen. I think Keeley would would have been doing much better if it wasn't the kerfuffle going on right now because of the coup. Right. Right. If that shit wasn't going on right now, Keeley's Keeley's idea of what he wants to do for gaming in the media space would be blowing up but because it's so hindered by what's going on he's struggling a little bit but i still think he's got a i think i still think the ideas he has and what he wants to do for gaming are solid and i'm waiting to see what happens as time goes i still don't trust him i still don't trust well, that, that, something, that, that should be there's, there's something, standard there's something there's something he's, about he's, him. There's he was born he is born from all this that stuff that's going on you know how you know how, you know how all the gaming industry is uh, let's see. Two big stories. Let's see what else left. Oh, D D WB Games. I talked about this, Sarge. The WB Games Nemesis system patent was 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 approved. What do you th what do you think about this Nemesis system? Um, the Nemesis system was was in uh, Shadow of War 
uh, Mordor, and, Mordor. And, and then the other one. Mm. What do you think? So basically, the, the, the gist of it is they're patenting a mechanic, a game mechanic. What do you what do you think about WB getting the rights to a game mechanic? Mm, uh, I don't want to get too too deep down the rabbit hole on this one. I believe that it stifles creativity for the industry. Making a patent for such a thing is the big brother trying to get a hold of a mechanic that they want to monetize personally for themselves, as opposed to people learning from creative mechanics that other developers are making and then making their spin-off from that that's how the industry grows and how uh, gaming evolves but to put a patent on something like that stifles the creativity of the industry as a whole i don't like it yeah i i agree they have that they have the patent i think till 2035 so we have like that's a lot. That's, that's the rest of my life that's for 14 years yeah just to think about that <laughs> i i'll i'll be i'll be 56 by the time when that when that ends and that that just made me depressed. I'm, I'm depressed now because they have a patent I, where I, it won't. I want I want people to be able to create create the art of video games in whatever way they want, and I want them all to bounce the idea off each other. And and it's supposed to snowball. That's what it's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to cut off a piece of the pie and say, "Well, this pie is now ours." Yeah, I think this is a slippery slope, though, right? Because if they can patent that, what's the stop like Epic patenting battle royales? Even though they didn't come up with it, right? Yeah, but if you patent it, it's yours. Right. If you but if you can patent something like that, then then Epic would only have the battle royale, or that's just, well, one person why, only has one like MMO. That, Sorry, only like one that MMO. Things like should not be patented. Things like that in gaming should not be patented. Just should not. But I get it. They're trying to corner a slice of the market because they believe that that particular AI or that particular type of programming or coding can be used to benefit them in the long run. That's the only reason why you would do it. Why else would you pan it? Why else would you patent a mechanic? Right. So, real quick, just uh, April 8th, 2022, in theaters, Sonic 2. Now, I don't know if you watched Sonic. Sorry, did you see the movie Sonic? Did you watch uh, the, the movie Sonic? I know we talked about it. I did not. It was actually a pretty good movie. I, I liked it. Uh, so, they are doing a sequel. It made enough money. Remember, remember when it came out and they showed how horrible Sonic looked? And everyone was like, oh... We're not watching that, and then they fixed it. They actually patched the movie and made it better, right? And then it came out, and it actually was actually a pretty good movie. I thought it was actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. Well, it actually, it had to be good, bro. It got a sequel. Right. It made it made it it made enough money. It made enough money to invest more money into. Um. So that's another small little story. I liked it. I thought it was a uh, it was a cute movie. Uh, my son liked it. Um. I thought. The acting and the writing in the first movie were good. I thought Jim Carrey as the villain, I thought did uh, you know a fantastic job. Again, it's a cheesy, it's a cheesy video game movie, but it's actually a pretty damn good video game movie. Which brings us to our next topic of they're taking a video game and making it into a movie, okay? And they're making it Borderlands. Now, Borderlands movie. I'm sorry, what now? Bo a Borderlands movie. A Borderlands movie is in okay. the works, okay? Uh, I believe that uh, Kevin Hart is going to be playing Roland. Uh, I believe that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is playing Patricia Tannis. Okay, she's playing the crazy doctor. Um, I'm not sure. Do we know any other castings yet? Oh, Jack Black is playing Clap Track or Clap Track, Clap Trap. Okay. Yeah, but with a voice synthesizer, right? I'm sure it's just going to be his. I don't know. We'll 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 find out. 
I just find it funny. The only person they're missing now is the the Rock from Jumanji. They just need to bring him in to be somebody now. <laughs> well, hang on, Duplass. Hang on, Duplass. If if the community of Hollywood can say that Wonder Woman eighty four was a hit and deserves Betch Pitcher of the Year, I can pretty much guarantee you that Borderlands will do fine. I don't know. I'm worried about Borderlands, right? Because I like Borderlands. Borderlands 1 and 2 are one of my favorite games, like, shooter-wise. And I would really hate Hollywood to fuck it up for me. I'd be like, God damn, that's a, that's a shitty movie. Like, they've done it Why, before. There's a bunch of movies, there's a bunch of movies that, that are video games I like to have a movie. That I just forget about the movie completely. I don't even pretend that it's real. Did I, you... I don't pretend it exists at all. Wait a minute. Did, isn't Kate Blanchett playing Lilith? And did you just call... Kate Blanchett old? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't she playing? Wait a minute now. I gotta look this up. Yeah, she's not old. What are we talking hey, about, Duplass? Give, give me a picture of her. Let me see her. I actually listen, I actually picture when I when I picture Lilith, I, I picture uh, uh, uh God damn it. I mean, I guess sixty nine. I mean, Black she's Widow. only what the hell is she's her name? fucking fifty. What what the hell's her name? Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. I picture Lilith as Scarlett Johansson. Some old woman's playing. <laughs> she looked old in the picture. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, she's fifty, but that's not old. It is old to play a bounty hunter. Look, Queen Latifah right now is playing the Equalizer on television. That show, that show won't last one season. Don't even <laughs> fucking worry about it. There were so many, there were so many jump cuts in the in the in the show. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. it. I didn't watch I, it. I, I got nauseous. I couldn't even watch that. So many jump cuts there were. It was like watching a bad kung fu movie. Should have been Elizabeth Olsen. Well, look, it, Crisby, if they brought Karen Gillan in, they might as well just bring the whole cast of, of Jumanji in, right? They might as well just shoot them all over. Rock might come in as one of the people. Kevin Hart will be somebody. Jack Black's playing Claptrap. She's playing Wait, Lilith. The Rock, the Rock could be, what's his face? The, the Barbarian character? He the, could. The, oh, absolutely. my God. They are. They're going to bring the whole cast of Jumanji in, aren't they? What was, what was his name? Uh, what the hell was that guy's name in the, in the game? The, barba the crazy Barbarian guy who lost his mind. The one, uh, that, the one that plays the saxophone. Oh, what the fuck's his name? He's a... He, no, brick. it's not brick. Yeah. No, 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 no. Brick is from the first game. I'm talking about in oh, the second you're game. You're talking about the second the game. The DLC guy, the yeah, crazy, yeah. the crazy one, the crazy guy. What the hell was his name? I can't remember his name. That could be the Rock. I mean, he could be Brick too. But I think Brick would be more like the guy who played. Uh, you, you, I, I, I don't even say it. I know who you're thinking of. You're, you're thinking of the other wrestler dude that plays in Guardians of the Galaxy for for. Uh, uh, what the... Yeah. Uh, what's his yeah, name? Dr. Brick. Brick. As a matter of fact, Brick. What's Brick his name? Could be... Brick could be Thanos. Josh Brolin? Yeah. Josh Brolin could be Brick. Buti uh, yeah, Bautista. That's who we're thinking of, Phoenix. Yes, Bautista. No, what the yeah, hell that's his that name. name. Oh, the wrestler's name. Not not the name of the actual... Was it Duke? Was it Torg? Was that his name? No, Torg was... That's the, that's the wrestler guy. That's Mr. Torg. I'm talking about the crazy character oh, you play. That would be Macho Man if he was alive. I got, I got, I got this shit up. Oh, that dude, Mister Tog is a great character, by yeah. the way. There's too many names flying in my head right now. Hang on, I'm gonna get it. 
what's his name his his character's name was uh yeah drax but what's his name what's his actual name it's uh what the fuck's his name jeff look it up man just look it up this is killing us david batista thank you krieg krieg yeah krieg was his name david batista is the is the guy i was thinking of yeah i know it's batista is is, his names yeah drax david batista yes 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 I could I, listen. We could we could put together the whole Borderlands two cast. No problem. I don't, I don't know about Kevin Hart. Maybe maybe Kevin Hart is trying to do what Robin Who, Williams who's did. Gauged? Who's gauge? Right? Maybe maybe Kevin Hart's trying to do what Robin Williams did and get serious roles. Right? Maybe he's not the comedic. He's Josh, not he's not trying to Josh, be the comedic. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin can be Axton. Ax, All right. Josh Brolin. So be so if they're making a movie, is Handsome Jack going to be in it? And if so, Ooh, who's playing? Handsome Jack. Who's Handsome Jack? Ooh, who's Handsome Jack? Mm. This is a Borderlands One movie. Okay. Okay. So still. Okay. So let's see. Uh, Handsome Jack. Mm. Brock Lesnar is Brick. Mm. Mm. That's pretty good. I don't who's know who. Would, I don't know. Who, I don't know who would play Handsome Jack. Who's the pretty boy. Who's the pretty boy? Who's got a voice like that? That's that's what I'm saying. There's got to be someone that has a voice like that. This would be this would be pretty good. Listen, all it has to be. Listen, the. I can see that one, Crisby. The Mad Max movie was done well, right? Everyone liked the Mad Max movie, right? I thought that was done yeah, very well. That's not a video game. Listen to what I'm talking about. Mad Max. You could just roll that back into Borderlands. It's the same type of scenario. It's the same type of thing. Post-apocalyptic looking thing. The cars, everyone's crazy. You got crazy barbarian looking people trying to eat people. That's that's Borderlands. It'll fit right in. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. That's a good one, Krebsy. Krebsy's in for a point on that one. I can see that. Ryan Reynolds is handsome, Jack. Yes. Yeah, I, I can see that. With the, the snarkity shit, absolutely winner, winner. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good Krebsy. I think that's that's a good one. I like that. Yes, I think Kevin Hart is too short for Roland. <laughs> Roland is taller than Lily. <laughs> well, yes. then they're just gonna have to cast someone the smaller than. The... <laughs> well, Kevin Hart will be the new Tom Cruise in Borderlands. Yeah. They'll have apple, yeah, apple boxes, boxes everywhere. Yeah, they'll have apple, apple boxes. boxes everywhere. He'll be known as Kevin Hart Applebox. <laughs> what about Chris Hemsworth playing Hulk Hogan? Worst choice ever. Did he play? Did he play him as Hulk Hogan? Or is he going to play him? I don't. I. I don't know if the movie came out, Sean. I can't remember. I don't remember seeing that movie. I remember him getting casted for it, but did that movie come ever come out? The skinny white guy from uh, meaner movie, Bruce Willis, uh, can play Claptrap. Oh, Bruce Willis would be a good voice for it. But yeah, but Jack Black, I think, will be okay with with, with Claptrap. His yeah. his humor with the voice synthesizer <clears throat> added, I think, will be fine. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be good. All right, so now here's the here's the question: the world's fucked. When's it come out? <laughs> uh, probably 2023. Okay, I would I would assume. Let me let me see. I'll, summer. Let me, let me look or at Christmas. Uh, summer. Christmas. It's not even labeled. So, Cape uh, Blanchett is. It says it's in pre-production. It's probably 2022, 2023. Who plays Angel? Mm. Mm. How about you just get the girl that played Angel? Yeah, she's spoken. She'd be good. Yeah, she that was. was voice, we we interviewed her. I forget, I forget her name, but she she would just get her to play the live action yeah. of Angel. That'd be fine. She she's good. Listen, I think I, listen. It it can be done with all the crazy horror movies that we've had, and all the crazy sci fi movies that we've had recently. 
I think Borderlands is completely doable. The story writes itself. The story's already there. The writers don't even think about anything. All they have to do is do copy fucking paste. <laughs> right, right. If they can't do a Borderlands movie, there's something fucking wrong with Hollywood. Period. I, I, I just hope I, I hope they don't screw it up. You know what I mean? I hope they don't hope they don't screw it up. Oh, Moxie. Yeah, Krebs. <clears throat> Come on, Krebs. Well, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. If it was if it was a Tim Burton movie, uh, he would have uh, Helen uh, Carter as 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 Moxie. He would, <laughs> and he would have Jack Black as playing Jack. If it was a if it was a uh, Tim Burton film, Moxie. This could take some time. This could take some time. I mean, Kate Blanchett could have played Moxie. Moxie is older. Yeah, she could have played. She could have played. Moxie is older. Steve Buscemi as Claptrap. I love Steve Ooh, this Buscemi. Is, this, this is getting spicy now. <clears throat> Steve Who Buscemi is the reason I, I actually went to filming. I went into filming. I love Steve Buscemi. Moxie, Scooter, Dr. Zed. Tom Cruise should play Dr. Zed. There you go. He did it. That's, that's who he should play. Mm, how old is Eliza? She looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's right in the age. She's in the age range. She could be Moxie. Who? Mm. Who do we think? Eliza. She's not bad. I could see her as Moxie. Oh yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can the, see her. I think the Borderlands movie could be just like Guardians of the Galaxy. Honestly. If it's done correctly, yes. I think, Does that style? Think, yes, 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 I yes. I 100% agree. The movie can be exactly like, exactly like Guardians of the Galaxy. <clears throat> uh, Mordecai has to be somebody thin and crazy with a bird. That should be. That should have been Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart should have played. No, no, Kevin Hart should be the bird of <laughs> of the hunter. Yeah. Mordecai would have been uh he could have played Mordecai. I don't see him as Roland though. He's too short for Roland. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see though. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> It'll be just like it, but terrible. <laughs> Come on, Reese. Yeah. You can't picture a Portland. If they try to make it hokey, it's gonna <laughs> suck. All they have to do is make it they they, they gotta they gotta lean towards putting some money into it and make it like a guardians of the galaxy. All right. We're, we're moving on to the next story. Okay. Speaking of, of redoing things and stuff real quick, Sarge, Bioware is to edit sexualized cutscenes out of mass effect remastered. Okay. What's your stance on this? I talked about it on the, on my stream the other day, right? You if it's about this, I, I talked about it on my stream, right? So what, what is your thoughts on, they're taking scenes out or changing. Let me let me put context here, right? Because they're updating it, and and Mass Effect One wasn't the standards of two and three. They had to update it to graphically, okay? And that because they are updating graphically, they had to add some camera angles that because they're putting a girl character in because you couldn't pick girl or guy in the in the beginning, you can now pick a woman shepherd. And because woman shepherd, uh, uh, you know, there might be some scenes where she was wearing a skirt. And the camera was down low, and you could see up the skirt, so they had to change the camera angle, right? So you're not seeing, you're not, you're just not seeing Beaver, right? So basically, that's what the dev, the dev said. So they're going around changing a couple other things based on that, okay? Now I know a butt scene's not a big change here, okay? 
but in general, what do you think of uh, if it's remastered? What do you think of of that if they're changing stuff? Okay, first of all, there was no gratuitous butt shot of Shepard in any of the Mass Effect ones that if you change it to a girl, it would be absurd and need to be taken out of the game. That's bullshit. That's number one. There's not even a fucking shot like that, right? Oh, uh, the are sex scenes. You... Sex scenes there was. Oh my god, are we fucking serious with this shit? Are, are, are we going by today's rules? Is yes. that why? Is yes. that why it's a problem? Yes. We're going we by are today's going by standards? today's standards. Yes. Okay. If it's a remaster, you leave whatever the fuck is in the game in the game. That's what a remaster is. A remaster is not an edit done tastefully because people are upset and we're going to change the game a little bit and take out the shots that were in there. The shots made it fine after 15 years. The shots were fine. I, now all of a sudden there's a problem. I, I put I, it, I put the analogy of uh, Han Solo in the in the cantina, right? Like originally he shot first. Then when they came out with the with only, the only one person shot. Right. Well, I understand that. Okay. But what I'm saying, he shot only one first. Person shot. Right. And they changed it in the remaster. Right. They changed it, which is, and then people hate it. They're like, I don't like that version because originally this is how it was well, because because they were trying to real quick they were trying to establish that greedo was going to kill him regardless and they didn't want han solo to come across as a murderer it's understood if you're a fucking got a brain in your head <laughs> that it's a fucking bounty hunter looking for him it's not going to be a hey why don't you come on by and we're going to talk he shot him because he was going to die Right? right. That's why Han shot him. Right. Not because you had to have Greedo shoot first in order to substantiate why he shot him. Right. No, I I totally understand. But welcome to the adult the, world, the, people. The the point is that they holy shit they they changed something after the fact and people didn't like it. And I think this is the same thing, right? I even did another analogy of like Small World at Disney World, right? They don't ever change Small World. Small World stays the same. If you've never been there, if you've been there a it thousand shows times, the layers of but, dust are no. There's no dust. They actually clean it. Uh, but. They, now, they, <laughs> now they cleaned it. Except that all all seven hundred and thirty five little mechanical guys all have masks. Anyway, that's not true either. That's not that's not true either. They all, they all have masks. It's that's true. A, that's not true. I've been on it since then. They don't have masks. It would be funny though if they did. Um, but yeah, they they don't change it because if they redid it, which they've done, they've went back and refixed everything and updated it. They didn't add anything. They didn't change anything to because it's that's what it is. It's a it's an updated version of what what Small World is, right? So I think if it's a remaster. They shouldn't change what like obviously if you're changing graphics, sure. If you're adding stuff, sure. But don't change what's what wasn't needed to be changed. It, it didn't it didn't offend anybody back then. It shouldn't offend anybody now. Offend anybody now. But, right? It shouldn't offend anybody it, now. It's not like Mass Effect was made in the seventies, and we're gonna see Bush. <laughs> like what are we talking about here, guys? Right, right. All right. So <clears throat> next story. Rumor, okay, rumor, EA has a new Star Wars shooter game in development for this year, Sarge. Okay. Now, there's not much Level to fun. go. There's not much Level to go by. Three. There's not one three. Well, there's not much to go by here. Hold on a second. Though Star Wars license is now expanding in multiple publishers, and developer EA said it will be continue to make Star Wars games. While they assume that meant Jedi Fallen Order two and mobile games like makers like Galaxy Heroes, it's also impossible. Uh, it isn't impossible that other shooters could come from EA after all. Both EA two Battlefront titles were co commercially successful, despite the first one's criticism for lack of content and the second loot box controversy. Uh, the rumor comes from so far reliable sources of game leaks and rumors. Now the rumor is. Is. EA is working on a small-scale Star Wars game that will release this year. The game has been in the works for a little over two years. 
Much not, smaller. Not, 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 not enough time. Much smaller scale project than something like Fallen Order akin to Squadrons. Okay. It's a shooter, but I'm not confident it's a tra uh, traditional first person shooter or a third person shooter, just that it involves gunplay. Will release quarter four of 2021 for all major platforms, excluding Nintendo Switch. It's being developed on the Unreal Engine 4. Now, you know what my first thoughts were when I, when I heard this? After playing Squadrons and after removing the Galactic uh, Starfighter Assault out to make Squadrons by itself a shittier version of that game mode, I think they're going to make a shittier version of Star Wars Battlefront 3 at a smaller scale. Think of Battlefield 1943. No, think of Warzone. No, think of Battlefield 1943. A smaller scale shooter, shooter type thing, but Star Wars. They're just trying to pump out whatever they can before they lose the license. They don't give a shit what, what condition the game is in. They don't. The game has been in development for two years. What are you going to make in two years? A small you gonna scale make battlefront <laughs> is what they're going to do. It, is, it, is it mobile? It's mobile only. No, no, right? no. It's, it it's, no, it's for all systems except Switch. So PC, PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox Series X, S, and, and, and 1. I'll go, I'll go with you, John, on this one. I'll go with you, little John. Little John, John, John. <laughs> Jonathan, little I, John. I, John. Well, it's Jonathan, little John. So, John, John, little, little John. So, yeah, Apex Legends, Star Wars. I, I've said that, yeah. I, I, I listen. All the, listen. All EA is good for is chasing games. They don't make their own games anymore. They just chase games. So Apex did well. So they'll chase it. That sounds about right. That sounds plausible. What else could they chase? It's a shooter. They won't tell you if it's first or third person because even they don't know. It's two years in the making. It comes out this year, but they don't know if it's first or third person. You believe that? You believe that for a second, right, Mike? Right. It's coming out It's coming out this year, and you don't know if it's third or first person. They don't know. They, don't, they what can't if it's, tell you. What if it's a turn-based shooter? I mean, it could be Beast Mini. Um, I, I don't know. It's, X, it's XCOM but Star Wars. I mean, I just find it funny that they had the license for eight years, and they've they made three games. And now they lose the license and they're pumping three out games, three <laughs> games in a year. Yeah. Three games in a year, guys. Three games in a year. All of a sudden. And, and, they're, and just... they're pumping them out. They're pumping them out left and right. So that's that. All right. Speaking of that uh, and other smaller news, uh, just to briefly go over Activision says Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 not coming out in 2021. Uh, we, we, we knew right. that that was happening. Um, right. uh, let's see here. We have. Uh, Battlefield 6 will have a significantly advanced destructible environment. All right. We don't know if they're... Let's, I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about that. What, what, what are they going to do? Significantly advanced. Yeah. Okay, so first yeah. things first, guys. Significantly advanced means new gen only. Okay? That's new not, gen that, only. That's not happening. Uh, I'm letting you know right now. If it's significantly advanced, it cannot be on the current gen system. Does anyone remember when Battlefield 3 came out? No. I do. How much trash was flying around in that game? Battlefield 3? Oh, Battlefield 3. Battlefield yeah, 3. Battlefield. I thought you How meant Battlefield 3. How much trash flying around in that game? Like literal garbage flying around, causing causing glitches. How many people remember the dam breaking and no water coming out? Because yeah. the game couldn't function on that system. It, yeah. How many people remember that? Yeah. Right? How many people remember the fully destructible environment from Bad Company? Yeah. Huh? Anyone? Well, it's still the so, structure. The structure was was up there. It was so. that was at that point was that was significantly, significantly yeah. I destroyed parts of the building. If I destroyed key parts of the building, the building would collapse. It was fucking amazing. 
So what would be significantly advanced right now? Hmm? I mean, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't know what they're doing there. Bad batch turn-based shooter. <laughs> ah, XCOM, man. I'm telling you, two years in the making, we're not getting anything cool. XCOM, XCOM, Star Wars. Other quick stories: Xbox wants to team up with Elon Musk to make the Warthog, like an actual they car of the Warthog. The Warthog. No, no, but that, that was a that was a customized person that made the Warthog. Xbox wants to team up with Elon Musk to make the Warthog with Tesla, with with Tesla. Great. Yeah, great. So you want they want to make a so the guy who already made the Warthog? It's a new I Hummer. Sue. It's the new Hummer, right? I guess the guy who already made the Warthog can sue because he already came out with it first. Well, he can't sue. It wasn't his car to make. That's not true. He just made, he made up the car. I know he made it because it's one of his. It's his. It's yeah, his car. I don't, I don't think they patented the car. I don't think they actually patented the car. It's still owned by car. Xbox. I'm pretty sure they can't do that. I, I don't know, man. Unless it was unless the car was actually patented and the 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 car was I, actually owned. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons has a new DLC coming out on uh, February 24th this month. It's uh, the Nether Edition, Flames of the Nether. That's coming out. Uh, and another story I want to talk about is a touchy one. That's why it's at the end of the show. Okay, it's about the Gina Carano incident. Okay, and this is the shots fired. This this is the discrepancy I have with my internal. I was telling Sarge and before the show, she said some things. Okay, those of you that don't know that someone got offended, even though out of context, yes, it was out of you know you could get offended by it. But she basically compared the Republican Party. Not didn't basically. She compared the Republican Party that she's part of, right? Because she's not shy about it. She's part of the Republican Party. That it's like the Holocaust back in the day is what she talked about. Okay. Now that's always a bad thing to do. Comparing anything to the Holocaust is probably not a smart thing to do. But her point was that cancel culture is like the Germans back in the day with the Jewish people for the Holocaust, where if you say something or think differently of that party that you get canceled, right? And this, and obviously the point's proven because she got fired, okay? Because she didn't think the way of what was happening there, right? So it all started months and months ago with her, with, with the social um, social uh, Twitter and stuff, because she didn't, didn't want to change her profiles to her, she, her, or whatever, right? Which is, she put beep, boop, Okay, as her as her stuff, people got mad at that, said cancel her or whatever. So, I don't have a problem with what she's doing because if you have a problem with that, then then you you might not be a person that's ever spoken your mind before, right? It's called freedom of speech. They're allowed to say what they're saying about her, and she's allowed to say what she's saying out. Right? It doesn't it doesn't hurt anybody in any way, shape, or form? But Hollywood is very left. Okay, and I. Okay, worked in Hollywood for 17 years. I worked with a lot of people. Okay, I am not a Democratic or Republican. I am. I I think freely based on I, I vote on, on on policies and stuff like that. So uh, I'm not I'm not bad in any way, shape, or form. But I am torn because I have integrity and 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 uh, I just feel like, for instance, Take Two fucked over a YouTuber. Okay, right before Borderlands Three came out, and I didn't agree with what they did. So. I boycotted Borderlands 3. I, I was going to buy it and play it on stream, and I could have made a lot of my... Maybe I could have been successful in Borderlands 3 director, right? But I chose not to do it because I have integrity, and I, I, I don't want to... 
I don't want to fund a company that I don't believe with for for that reason, right? I have a problem now that I'm having a problem with because Lucasfilm fires Gina Carano, and I don't agree what what they did because of the mindset, the hive mind that they're they're, they're doing. So I'm in am in flux right now because I do a show of the Mandalorian show. I do a show about the WandaVision show. We're going to cover every Marvel show on the planet, okay? I don't know if I can support Star Wars, okay? Now, Lucasfilm is the one. Marvel is Disney Plus and stuff. They're all part of the same company under the umbrella. But Lucasfilm in general is the problem that I have with right now, right? If, if, if one person on their staff can say one thing racist... Okay, but then or, or any ists, never mind any ists, any ists, any ists. Okay, okay. I don't know if they're hypocrites, right? And if they're hypocrites, then I don't know if I can support someone that says that this person said this, and we we back them one hundred percent, even though they've said ist stuff. And then this person comes out and says something, and they're like, "She's fired," right? And I'm like, "Well, you're a hypocrite. You're you're a hypocrite of saying that this is bad, but then you 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 praise this and." And, and, and punish that it's the same thing and i as a as a consumer as a customer of disney i go to disney parks all the time i have disney plus my son watches it more than i do i watch it for wandavision and stuff i'm in a, in a predicament right now that i don't know if i want to support the company anymore so much so that me and my wife had a conversation about canceling our, our annual passes and canceling other stuff right now i don't know what to do as far as like i watch wandavision I, I potentially can make money because I, I do this for a living, right? I do this for a living, and I don't know if I can go on doing what I'm doing because I disagree with the company I, I am. And I'm not looking for answers from you all, but I, what I'm saying out loud to you guys is that I don't know going forward if I will be covering the majority of the shows or any of the shows because I don't agree. Right now, I'm just with Star Wars. And no Star Wars is coming out anytime soon. The Book of Fed is the next one coming out. But I'm really on the fence about saying, fuck it, okay? And I might not watch Disney Plus anymore or any of the shows. Like, I'm a big fan of WandaVision, but I'm not a big fan of what the fucking company is doing, right? So I have I have issues there. So I'm, I'm trying to just letting my, my laundry air out uh, for you guys to see where I'm coming from. Uh, well, Pedro also said something... Uh, racist about a year and a half ago and they're okay with that because he forms in line and then the new the new girl christina amalala uh alama or whatever hell she is that she's for the high republic she does the show for them she's uh racist against white people which i don't care if you are or not right you for each their own okay and and disney backed her but yet gina carano said that republican party is compared to the jews of the holocaust and they fired her uh on the on the spot now this is i don't think it's on the spot but i believe it's like weeks coming and they just announced it now is what i uh, what i really think is so so i i that's where I, that's where i'm uh that's where i'm coming from where where do you stand on this uh this time i know it's touchy and people are like i'm leaving because i i don't want to hear bad things mom and dad are talking so i guess first of all you have to be old enough age-wise or mental-wise to know that Hollywood is mostly left. Once, oh, you, under once you understand that part of the conversation, other things start to make a little bit more sense. That being said, as a young adult or someone who pays attention to things of this nature, you might not understand all the factors involved. You might just think it's just a bunch of people arguing about stupid shit. 
However, the actual core of the argument is very important because we cannot have what's the best way to say this? We cannot have social structures in our communities dictating what you can and cannot say based off of how they feel about something. So her analogy might have been a little over the top, but the social structure of what was happening back during World War II and the fanaticism of people dictating who's right and who's wrong, and if you didn't agree with the party in charge, you were going to be removed, is the same thing that's happening right now. We have social structures with powers that are saying that if you don't agree with us, we're going to remove you. It's a good analogy. It might be a little touchy to some people, but it's a good analogy. The issue is, is you can't have the group di dictating whether or not what you say is okay by us, and then at the same time, right. what you say is not, which means you've picked a side. And if you're picking a side, that means that you think that your side is always correct, and you're not willing to listen to the other side. This is the sticky situation that we're in. I feel for the woman. I think that she should have stood by her guns. I don't think she should have apologized at all. I think well, she I don't should think she, have just. I don't think she. she, she I don't think she apologized. I, think they're, they're trying, I thought they were making her apologize. I think that she she said her mind. She deleted the tweet or the Instagram, which is technically an apology. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. If if I say something, it's my it's my opinion about something. I'm going to give an analogy about something because I don't like what's happening. That's my thought process. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not telling people to rise up and overthrow something. I'm giving my opinion. I don't like the way, I don't like what's going on. And for your higher ups that are that are, that are are in charge of you, decide to end you because you don't think the way that they do, this is a problem, guys. That's a problem. Right. I don't know how else to explain this in a, in a very lighthearted way, but people who are dictating terms and the worst part about it is, is that I don't really think she, like she's an independent. I think she leans left as well. No, no, means, she's she's pub. Well, is she? Yeah, she's right. I think, she she's she's right. She? Yeah, she's, I thought she's that, vocal about that it. Left, the left is kind of eating their own people up at this point. If you don't agree with well, what they're talking about, people think she's left because she's an actress. So most people that are that that's right. But right. She, she's a okay. she's she's a. She said right. she's a Republican, or point, this time point, around point, she was Republican, whatever. Right. Point. Point is moot. Anyway, it's a, it's a very touchy subject. I I don't like the fact that Disney is trying to dictate terms here. Now, Lucasfilm is part of the problem because it's she that's that's her boss, but Disney is the parent company right. of this. Right. They should be handling this differently, but they're not. And Disney has enough skeletons <clears throat> in the closet to open up several graveyards. Yeah. So it's not like this is these are things that we're going to just sweep under the rug because we're going to forget about it tomorrow. The things that Disney has allowed over the last five years also can be taken yeah. to court. So to answer the so, question, to answer the question, uh, do I think she should have been fired? No. For 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 the actions that she said, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. Um, but as John Williams is saying, okay, um, that she did sign a contract, right? She's an independent contractor uh, as an actress that that she 
you know, that you have to keep your, your people think that you work for the company. So your persona of yourself is if, well, if you're this, then they don't want you there. Right. Cause it's bad publicity or, or whatever. So she could get fired. Absolutely. Right. And again, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you if you should not support them or, 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 but it, or, or but not it should go. It should go both ways. Should, that's if exactly feel, it. If, if you feel if you feel that what she said was strongly worded, John Williams, the guy who the yeah. guy who said that the uh, it was ill dark of analogy that statement. Yeah. If that's true, I agree with you. But remember how much they were bashing the right for four years. For four years they were bashing yeah. the right. Nobody got fired over yeah. it. Yeah. But and now it's reversed. Comment, now it's reversed. It's reversed. So now it's yeah. now it's a problem. That's See, that's the issue. My my problem is is not with the situation of what they're doing to Gina. Right. My situation is yeah. the, the 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 company itself are hypocrites. They're hypocrites. Uh, that what's good for the goose is not good for the gander type of thing. Right. Like they they don't they were doing something that she is now doing and has. And has exactly what they were doing. Now it's reversed, and they don't like it, so now they get rid of it. <clears throat> That's my problem with the actual company, right? Yeah. So it's it's not it's not about saying f off to someone or doing this, and if they should get fired, it's the company itself. What they did to uh, Star Wars in general the last five years, and then telling me, right, telling me that. Uh, we don't care about the white males that are, you know, the the fat, unfit, white male beard, neck beard people. I mean, look, I'm almost there. I'm I'm not fat, but <clears throat> you get what I'm saying. The company has been shitting on the customers, the consumers, the people that have been supporting that company for literally wow. 40 years. The reason that they have a uh I mean, George Lucas is not there anymore, but the reason they have a Lucas Ranch and THX and all this other stuff is because the people bought and took their the product that they had and now george lucas is not there and there's a lot of different stuff going on internally with that with that with the company if it's with disney or if it was lucas and they don't care about the people that got them there right that's like me just shitting on everyone that's here like all 48 of you that are here right now like go f off i don't care it's like the reason we're having a show is for people to come in and watch right and you, you can't forget where you came from and a lot of these companies uh, forget where they came from. They were nothing until they had something to show people and then they became fans and they became, you know, super uber fans. And then they shit on you. They they talk down to you. They tell you you're racist. They tell you you're bigots. They tell you you're misogynistic. They tell you all this other stuff. And this piece here is what broke the camel's back, right? Like microtransactions have been there for years but yet star wars battlefront 2 is what broke the microtransaction back where everyone around the world was like oh microtransactions are bad now loot boxes are bad even though they were there before and piling up and doing all these things nobody gave two shits but now now they see it right and that's what this this moment is for me in this situation and i don't know if i could support the company anymore so that's just uh you know it's a doubter to end the, the show but that is the last uh last topic for today's episode 251 is in the can i do appreciate everybody coming out and watching if you'd like to uh support us in any way shape or form leave a comment down below hit the thumbs up hit the thumbs down 
If you'd like to go above and beyond that, hit that join member button off to off to the, the side and you can become a member. Uh, I do appreciate everyone coming out uh, and, and supporting us in any way, shape or form. Share, like and subscribe. Uh, this show is over, but I'm going to go over live. We're going to we're going to start playing on this channel. We're going to go live and start playing Division 2. Uh, I do appreciate you very much for coming out. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And as always, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Take care, guys. Peace. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news.